0: Hey, how your mom dad? Welcome to the Far Reaches Podcast. We are four friends from Eastern Oregon who've traveled the world and wound up scattered across the U.S. Join us as we get together to talk about current events, old events, agriculture, politics, movies, books, stocks, love, and even a little bit of life. No, we don't always agree, but we stay friends and even enjoy a few laughs. We think you will too, so come on along and enjoy the ride. And Don't forget, keep on reaching. And hey, don't forget to stop by our special friends at B&K Auto Salvage, who help bring this podcast to you each and every week. Folks, with over 1,200 used vehicles in stock and a large selection of 4x4 parts available, that's always being updated. B&K Auto Salvage is your Eastern Oregon one-stop shopping for the automotive world. And be sure to listen very close every week for the Far Reaches promo code that's going to get you discounted pricing. And bump some of those prizes on that scrap. So that's our good, good friends at b and Auto Salvage. Make sure you told them the Reacher sent you. And listen every week for the promo code to get extra savings. recording that, too, because this is, this is just too good not to get. We were just talking about, uh, hey, I'm your mom and then welcome. I'll get to the introduction in a second. We were just talking about our two new sponsors, Pendleton Roundup and Wisen Flu Trucking, a.k.a. Swine Flu Incorporated. So uh, thanks, guys, for jumping on board. <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee uh there's one of the nine directors that we know is just right off in the ditch like what we did what who's
1: doing what yeah <laughs> swine flu pays us in uh in boards
0: yeah board feet yeah that's how boardy is we just get it in board feet so
1: Gives a log well. every six months
0: yeah i don't want anything to do with the swine flu log but uh, we'll be okay he'll give us a free ride we get to park at his shop during roundup. We get to pre-funk there and post-funk. I think that's where... Not,
2: not
1: everybody I can. I don't I, I, I. don't think that's true. What? Uh, he doesn't like people parking there.
0: Well, people who doesn't know. Yeah, sure. Or if you're in the way.
1: Yeah. I know him. I don't think he would let me park there.
0: If you ask him nicely, he'd be like, hey, could I park my rig here somewhere that's not in the way? I don't know. I usually park somewhere mm-hmm. else anyways and walk down, but yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, we're well, well, we all are. Like, there's no reason to park at Flu Shop and then walk to the Roundup Grounds. If you're coming from even Big Daddy's or Janet's or the Hendry or any of those, like, it's all it's close or so within reason than parking there. So,
1: you have to walk through the bad part of town, though.
0: You do have to make it across the bridge, uh, which can be definitely have traveling <laughs> herds. No, I'm safety. talking
1: about the that strip of uh, real estate between. <laughs> random grounds on Main Street when you walked down there. Oh uh, <clears throat> well, yes. Yeah. what is, what is that area? Like, I don't I don't never it's met a... any never met anybody who lives there. I think
0: uh, I think Bradbury and I partied with some people there one night uh, inadvertently. Yeah, <laughs> I think so.
3: And that was so. the first
1: time you had met.
0: Well, the first time. Yeah. I don't know if it was the last time or not. I don't remember. I think it was. Uh, yeah. Maybe no, yes, it was first time. First time, yeah. Yeah, most of the last time. Not well. Then I, you know, crack. That's when I'm back on now since it's free again, or at you least get your new pipe. The, not yet. I got to order in. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna order a pipe. A Def, pipe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think if they're just even,
1: giving away, yeah. I'll well,
0: I mean, do you that's...
1: want? Do you want your rapid test? No, I don't want no, the test. No, no, I want the crack to, pipe.
0: I mean, what says Black History Month like crack pipes? Seriously, you know, I think that's what they're going for. So congratulations. You nailed it. Well done.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Perfect. <laughs>
1: no, I saw I saw the meme about it. Uh, Which Trump, one? Yeah. <laughs> well, Trump's like, uh, I'm going to make it so, you know, you jobs programs and education oh, yes. opportunities for Black community and Biden's like, we're gonna send you guys all a crack pipe. Yeah, it's like you fucking racist piece of shit. Uh, dude, more and more? I think I think it's a, I think it's Democrats for years have been accusing Republicans of racism. I think it's them. I think it's Democrats so are lovely. fucking racist.
0: A thousand percent. That's Democrat trick number one: accuse your opponent of doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, that's the party of the KKK, is from the Democratic Party. Like, Senator Byrd, who was, like, Biden talked about nicely all the time, was the freaking grand wizard in the KKK, dude. Like, you know, like, I have to go clear back to remind people that, like, Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah. I'm sure we'll probably
1: talk about it. But yeah, I love all this stuff about... Uh the rogan oh yeah controversy <clears throat> i've seen some pretty some fairly prominent uh, uh black folks be like, I, you know i'm sick of white people telling us how we should feel about something.
0: exactly that's the other thing and when a when a black person doesn't listen to a democrat then they're suddenly they're either being led or you know they're betraying uh, themselves, you know, well, like Biden said, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black, like literally said it out loud. They have him on tape saying what Rogan did in the Senate,
1: and just and just the I think the very fact that uh, I think Democrats they if you look at their polling, I don't know if it's strictly a Democrat thing or Republican, or it's probably a, it's a nonpartisan thing, but the polling. Self is a little fucking ridiculous. Where they're like, they break it down by polling based on you're a man, you're a woman, you have a college degree, you don't have a college degree, you're white with a college degree, or you're black, or you're another race. Yeah. And it's just like, universally like, well, black people are polling at 70%. Like, I think, uh, <clears throat> To summarize them like that is fairly, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just a big voting block. Uh, it's a pot. I
1: don't want. I don't want to say offensive because I'm not offended by it, but I'm, it's well, the, by the one, practice. It's at, yeah, it's
2: outlandish,
1: it's 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 um, and they are so much considered a solid voting block for Democrats. That, and then when anybody disagrees decides to be like you know what i i don't like the policies mm-hmm. uh, they are universally reprimanded for it
0: chastised reprimanded shamed uh you know basically canceled as much as possible yeah yeah it's it's mind-blowing and, and like okay can you point to anywhere where any of these democratic policies have been a benefit you know? I know,
1: right? Yeah, like where yeah. has this worked? Where? Have, show me a <laughs> like fucking example of anything that's been good.
0: Yeah. Like, there's got to be somewhere, somewhere that's been lifted out. You know, there's, there's, you know, no, it's always like, no, it just needed a little more money, or so and so was voting against it. But you know, it's just. We just need more power and more money for you stupid people. And you're like. Yeah,
1: if you would stop getting in our way and let us do what we want to do. Just let us help it'll you. It'll work. Yeah. I promise. Yes. I promise it'll work this time.
0: That Wouldn't that be all it would take? Like, just show me somewhere where this is kicking ass. And you'd be like, maybe you don't have such a bad idea here. Huh, interesting. But you look at the historically democratically ran cities. For one, and like, like, uh, yeah, you can't fucking pay me to go there. Seriously. Yeah i think more
1: <laughs> more attention needs to be placed on i mean of course you want to go to democratic run cities They're those are the cultural centers of the world like um, new york city is far more interesting than uh, houston texas
2: mm, there's right. other points
1: <laughs> yeah but like
0: i I, might,
1: I would maybe prefer at this point to live in houston for Mm-hmm. other certain reasons? reasons but taxes primarily so but it's not
0: it's not necessarily the new york is a who controls it. it's the size and the diversity city. of the city that's for sure
1: yeah yeah i mean, think you take a vacation to new york city and explore you don't go to houston to yeah explore.
0: But exactly exactly yeah you go to new york for two or three days try not to get mugged and you come home and you're like that was fun but i'm gonna go somewhere else
1: yeah so these cities are are fantastic and um
0: But you look at the infrastructure and the people, like look at New Orleans, look at Detroit, look like San Francisco is one of my favorite cities in the world, but I don't feel like, you know, putting on my hip waders so I can dodge the needles and the people shitting on the sidewalk. Portland's a cool town as well. uh, But no thanks.
1: None of the, none of these cities were created and rose to prominence under a, uh, I guess a liberal agenda. No, they're all the they're all the result of capitalism, uh-huh. yeah, and and uh, and the and less reg the rest less regulation you have on them, the better they become. Um. And 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 then they they reach a certain tipping point,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and then it's you start going downhill.
0: You think it's because like people have this weird deal about like, like they almost feel. Like when they have it too well, they get too rich, they feel too good, they feel guilty about being that way or they get bored because they have spare time and money. So they look for a cause to feel guilty about, like what makes that tipping point? Some people do anyways, I don't know, obviously not everyone, but it gets to that point where like, you know, I don't know what, what clicks in their mind or they just feel like it's the right thing to do or they get talked into it because they got spare money. I, but it never seems to do any good is my point. Like California has some of the highest taxes in the nation it's not having the effect they think it should you know
1: yeah and California just tried to pass they just, I think they just voted on it they were trying to do their own like a single payer health care program mm-hmm. um, and they are super majority level democrat and didn't even pass there
0: yeah like, I think about that
2: yeah
1: <laughs> um,
0: that's because they're spending their own money that's not quite as fun yeah. wait a minute
1: but but things trend a certain way I mean, we are continuously trending which is fine i think you should because you as a society you kind of grow like it and i think we've talked about this before but like there was a point in time you know i was just at the bar um before this um having a couple of beers after work and i was sitting next to this this woman that was uh, about sixty years old, um, a lesbian, married to a woman, and she lived. She moved to New York for the first time in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. She was talking about how she she was like gay bashed, and so I was asking her about that because um, it was a different world back then, right? Gay hey, bashed
0: in uh, in New York in the nineties. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and um, that's just. I'm, I'm sure it still happens, but it's rare. It was pretty common back then, I think. And she was like, Yeah, even in, I was curious to know back then, even in like the super liberal enclaves of New York City, like it, homosexuality wasn't uh, accepted back then. I don't even think as recently as the 90s. And um, so I think in certain respects, progressive policies and progressive ideas are good the entire idea of a conservative is to well slow down a little bit guys
0: not necessarily <laughs> it's mostly like treat everybody the same that's how i was i think of conservatives that's how i was in my mind raised is like everybody's the same like, look at this now this bastard finally comes and joins us yeah this will be give us a good second too, to do the full intro, too. So welcome to Far Reaches podcast. We're here live or recorded, depending on when you're listening to us. Brought to you by our super good friends at B&K Auto Salvage. Joel, where's B&K Auto Salvage located at?
1: Uh, Which one? Both of them. Well, there's one in Baker City. Uh-huh. And, and the,
0: the other, other one, one is, is
1: in uh, in Le Grand. Is it in Le Grand?
0: Correct. Correct. Good sir. Baker City okay. and Le Grand. Grand Ronnie
1: space them out more. Those- you know,
0: they got you gotta build where you got like a resource, you know, um a home a home base, so to speak. So yeah.
1: You a lot of beater de- cars up there, a lot you of beaters.
0: Oh, the, the demand is, yeah. Speaking of beating it, <laughs> you know, you can beat it or you can pull it. Uh either way, you're gonna get a good uh, good discount there if you use promo code LGB. Uh that's discounts on pulled parts or uh bumping the scrap rate. So either way, you're saving money or making it. So use promo code LGB. Uh, if you don't know what that stands for, listen to an older podcast, you'll figure it out. So the bigger the sale, the bigger the discount, b k Auto Salvage and Recycling. That's Highway 203 outside the Grand and also by beautiful downtown historic Baker City. Give them a call, 541-963-6744. telling the Reacher sent you. That's promo code LGB. Welcome, folks. T2. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: I'm Micah. That's uh, Mr. Joel. And of course, that is Richard. Looks like Richard's having probably what? Tofu over uh, brown rice. T bone. T bone. Very close. T bone, tofu. They stand at the
1: Look at the forearms on that guy.
0: Yeah. He must work out.
1: He's always picking up hay and shit.
0: Yeah. Picking up hay. That's what it is. The one forearm is massive compared to the other one.
1: Mm. His bicep and forearm. Jesus.
0: He is all that is man. That is actually like probably 20 pounds of man in a five-pound sack if you want to get technical.
1: Yeah, from this angle it looks like Richard put like lost 20 pounds and then put on 40 pounds of muscle.
0: It's been a good couple weeks. Yeah. And the ten cam- That's what he's been spending he's all his been, time. He's been
1: like, doing that all meat diet we were talking about. figured
0: out camera angles is what he's been doing. That's way easier than working out. I have.
4: I have I've, I've uh, slowly um wean myself onto the carnivore diet. Are you liking Are you it? That? Oh, nice. Yeah. I was mixing it up a little bit, doing like some healthy fruits and vegetables and uh cheese. And the more I got onto the meat, mm-hmm. the better I started feeling and I cut out the rest of that stuff. So yeah. Anyways, week two. So
0: a oh, week two. All right, yes. full time week two or, or weaned week two.
4: Oh, uh, no, the first week was a little bit of mixing and getting into it. Had mm-hmm. my birthday, so I had to drink yeah. a lot of course. Absolutely, yeah. You can't drink yeah.
0: beer and be on the carnivore diet.
4: Well, I'm I'm gonna try it.
0: Okay, <laughs> that just sounds like college. <laughs>
1: Richard, do you have just like an endless supply of beef, or do you, when you want it, do you go to the store and get it, or you just have like you have a big ass freezer? From yeah, I got a whole, I have a whole freezer full. Yeah. So. And then technically, <clears> I guess <throat> I have an endless
4: supply for one person. I probably cannot, I won't be able to not eat the, all the carnivore diet if I choose not to. You know. Yeah. Other than paying a butcher, I can probably keep going. I like it, huh.
0: Joel. You need to get a cooler or something you could you could strap somewhere to the house. That, yeah,
4: I did, did, I'm going to mix it up. I did pull out some trout. So, oh, well, there you go. where do you so, get that at?
0: In a van down by the river
4: funny you should say that yes a guy get comes it, by the my office in a van and sells me trout <laughs> <laughs>
0: gotta be perfect yeah
4: that's awesome
1: from the trout pond you get it from the trout pond
2: yeah sure i think these trout are from somewhere around Roe River. not sure no
1: no, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate. Jeff's makes a uh, fish a lot. I mean, it just pisses me off every single time.
2: Why it
0: pisses you off? Yeah, <laughs> that's a little strong, don't you think?
1: <laughs> well, I just, I just hate the smell of it. You know. Oh I hate the smell of fish being cooked.
0: Oh, I don't. I like salmon and halibut. I guess that's that's probably the extent of my fishery, if you will
4: tilapia with a lot of butter
0: tilapia i would rather eat uh, a box of dirt i think tilapia because that's usually what it tastes like to me yeah i skipped tilapia love salmon love halibut snappa is pretty good um obviously the shrimps can you eat shrimp on the carnivore diet yeah okay
4: tuna there's there's something like what's that tuna steaks are good
0: tuna to ahi tuna is probably one of my yeah definitely one of my favorites super easy to cook very tasty yeah like literally what like four minutes to cook tuna yeah if that
4: so good seared on her scallops
1: like
0: scallops scallops oh yeah Joel. some scallops would have gone great with that steak you cooked
1: tonight that would be scallop like the fish animal sea sea animal like the little circles
0: It's a circle, yeah. That,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't like those. Those yeah. are.
0: You don't like scallops?
1: A, no, they like, like give me a weird, like a strange headache.
0: Interesting. Maybe you have a fish allergy or something, or a seafood allergy. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't like do you it. like? Do you like like tuna steaks? Those are tasty.
1: I, I've never had that. I, oh. I like, I like sushi, tuna. I like, I like, su- I like sushi. I like raw yeah. fish. I just don't like yeah. the smell of cooked fish Mm
0: -hmm. i cook in the air fryer i think that helps a little bit for one and then but like a tuna steak you don't it doesn't smell fishy to me and you like sear it for like a minute and a half two minutes on each side and then it's done it's really really good tuna
1: steaks. but yeah i'm getting pretty good at cooking steaks now i think i'm too in i got this figured out the
0: one the one you cooked tonight looked good.
1: Oh man, it was it was, it was really good.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Where did you get it? I think beef?
1: I I got it from uh that Colorado. Oh,
2: craft from Jeff. Beef. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yep. Finally arrived. Okay. Uh you know what my one of my favorite parts of that was the box that came in. Mm-hmm. Um packaged up. It comes with like um and you get it from like other companies too but like hello fresh sends it they don't have this technology that was fascinating but it's like a what do you call it insulated the insulation mm-hmm. and it's made out of corn oh yeah thing you just put it in a sink get it, it just wet dissolves. And it just dissolves yeah it was incredible I and mean, it's so satisfying to do it too
0: <laughs> it's better than popping bubbles really yeah
1: <laughs> like, I wish that could be my full-time job is dissolving <laughs> dissolving uh corn foam. <laughs> it's so fun.
0: Next. Come in. You just put it in the sink. Yeah, because you we wouldn't have, have a- an industrial setup. You'd still have the same kitchen. That's just your job.
1: I mean, I've never seen this before. Have you seen this? You know yeah. about this? Absolutely. I feel like I, maybe I'm just late to the party bit. I was like, everybody should know about this. This is incredible because like, it's so environmentally friendly, I feel like. And, and just, Good
0: use of the corn residue. I always
1: feel bad. I, feel I don't know how many more that should I. <laughs> I always feel bad when I get a package though, and you go to throw it away and you, it's like all this space, the volume yeah. of the garbage can that you're taking up and this thing is just like, no, just get it wet and it'll go away.
0: That's what she said thank you i was waiting for that by the way
1: yeah, so. no, it, no my, that's wrong if you get it if you get it wet they'll never go away
0: they'll eventually go away
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, come back, man. what's
0: the difference between a brick and a oh never mind yes yeah, so.
2: <laughs> i told a but, joke
0: at uh, i told a joke at ncba that i had to tell everybody wanted to hear it again and it's about the dude that stops by the store on the way home. He's walking back, and he's got this. It's a bottle of wine, you know. And he's walking down the street, and this this old drunk dude rolls up. and He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, what do you got in that bag?" And the guy's like, oh, I got a bottle of wine for my wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> good trade, yeah." And so. <laughs>
4: That's all I could do not to spit food out. Sorry.
0: <laughs> so next time you go buy a bottle of wine, never remember that. <clears throat> I'm sorry to interrupt Joel. So you're talking about your steak.
1: Yeah, it turned out really good. Look uh, good.
0: I got to ask you a question though. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about your technique. How long did you let it sit out, uh, before you put it in the, in the pan?
1: So, yeah i didn't plan that very well um because after work i went to get a couple beers which is fun like uh mm-hmm. there's this girl at the bar that across the bar she was like you're my neighbor yeah, know. oh cool but she's on the first floor so she sees me walk in all the time uh
0: neighborhood
2: connection anyway, yeah
1: then we went after we left the bar uh walked her home and uh we did a couple errands together. Went to the meat store. Nice. Um, what was your question?
0: How long did you let your steak sit out before you put it in the pan? Oh, uh,
1: yeah. So I didn't get home in time. So I only let it sit out for probably 20 minutes. Yeah. Let the oven heat up. I patted it dry. I don't get why you have to do that, but I did it. Uh, and then I just did a, I did two minutes and 30 seconds on both sides. Mm-hmm. the oven, 450 for five minutes. There you go. It's so, it's so easy to do. And then you just throw as much butter as you have at it.
0: Yeah. Well, salt, pepper, butter, done.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I cut up a couple cloves of garlic.
0: Mm, that's good too. You'll start experimenting. <laughs> yeah. You can let it sit I mean, out for like an hour, it cooks even better.
1: Little rosemary. Like,
0: the closer to room temperature, the happier it is.
1: See, every all the videos I watch on how to cook it. Includes that Richard. It includes like the rosemary stem and uh, garlic. Garlic. But I'm not that familiar with using garlic, but I can't imagine it does much. It's tasty. Just try getting some you don't think that garlic does much? Yeah, I don't
0: think it does anything. It does. It's it uh it blows it up like good good coarse kosher salt. Does a nice job. Garlic. It'll just keep building flavors yeah try like, even garlic, garlic powder garlic does is a just, good job
1: garlic is just a solid thing it doesn't melt No, no, well,
2: does it, it?
0: good fellas for one yeah, but two right. uh yeah it it infuses into the oil or the butter in the pan like it gives off its flavor into that pretty easy yeah. so that's where it kind of comes from or just next time after you cook it put a little garlic powder on top. I mean, that, that's blasphemy, but you'll get like that taste just from that. You're like, oh, wow. That's cool.
1: Well, so. we have garlic. We have a garlic clove. Oh, there you go. Jesse, yeah. Jesse's is it for stuff. I just don't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. Like, it, uh, you can't... The tricky part is in the pan, it might get a little... You got to keep it going or
4: it'll get burned. And that'll taste bad. Then, yeah. once you master garlic, then you have to learn about the Holy Trinity.
1: What's... The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Different no. one. It's uh, I always get it wrong. Is that the Holy Trinity?
4: Oh. Onions. That's one of them. Celery, onions, and I want to say green peppers, right?
0: Yeah, that's the Holy Trinity. Some places it's also it's carrots. And it's a mirepoix. Yeah, mushrooms. yeah, yeah. Mushrooms are totally different. That's one of my favorite things with steak is mushrooms. They yeah. both have that good earthy tone. You cook mushrooms in the butter, uh, yeah. they're that's probably my favorite thing if you're gonna have something with the steak. But uh, there's shrooms for sure.
1: Shrimp with your steak? shrooms?
0: No mushrooms. Shrimp's really mushroom. good with steak too. Don't get me wrong. Most definitely. What
1: I I I bought some macaroni salad, mm-hmm. which I store-bought macaroni salad's always pretty gross. I feel like and I get I through caution to the wind tonight. Me and my uh, new my neighbor downstairs uh, went by, and I bought their macaroni salad. Delicious. No, oh, good. Oh,
0: that's outstanding. As long as it's homemade. Did you ever have local boys macaroni salad on campus in Corvallis? Did I ever? That, Did I ever?
1: That is macaroni salad.
0: I'm gonna walk there yeah. right now for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the best I've ever had in the world. Yeah. That's the best. I bet they would win a macaroni salad world have competition. To. Yeah.
0: Especially with the sauce. Yeah, dude.
1: So the good. Sauce. Yeah. Damn it. I shouldn't have thought about that. But
0: when you said macaroni salad, that's where my mind went.
1: I went there, I went to Corvallis uh, this past summer. I went to local boys. Mm. What a fucking treat that place is. Falcon. Damn it, Janet. And it's yep. still in the same place. Still it really in the is. Same oh, it, really? Yeah. It's oh, very, I'll it, be damned. It's like a, little rats it's nest like, upstairs. It's a, and yeah. It's seems like a gross people. location. And they they haven't made any changes since I was there in college.
0: Well, um, consistency is good, but you figure by now like it's it a little, whole it's no old building.
1: run down. It's actually run down since I was there. I it was already saying, run down.
0: It wasn't exactly pristine prior to, but wow. <laughs>
1: But that place could that place could take over. The i figured heard that on the whole world. building.
0: I'm freaking salivating right now thinking about local boys <laughs> like everything to me the rice the salad the whole shiruru yeah like
1: yeah yeah dude taking the rice and the, mm, oh, the yeah. max salad and, and then the mixing sauce. it all together with like the chicken and the, the sauce. Mm-hmm.
0: What hey, is Richard? It? Richard's like I don't know what you a holes are talking about, but
1: um, it makes me think
4: of a uh, pub and sub in Reno. Mm. Quite similar. Yeah. Has
1: not changed.
0: Yeah. What's the place in Reno? Pub and sub.
1: Pub and sub. I bet local boys is better than a place called a Pub and Sub in Reno.
0: two different genres, you know. That's like comparance. Yeah. I
1: feel like pub and sub. Is that a can I guess that that is a a, a bar where you can also do your laundry?
0: <laughs> not sud, not suds, sandwiches, oh. sub,
2: yeah.
4: Pizza, oh, wow. pizza bar in the middle of a neighborhood about four blocks off of the UNR campus. It's the only business for blocks.
0: I do have to admit, I like the thought of a bar slash laundromat. <laughs> There'd be shit in the washer for days because you'd get drunk and forget. Come back a couple of days later, you got to wash it again because it's stanky.
4: You'd it have happens to have a, again. You'd have to have an attendant. Yeah.
0: Because the rinse of repeat would just be an effect. Yeah. You get you know, remember, you go up, that'd be awful. It'd be fun.
1: The very first time I ever went to the laundromat Corvallis was uh, I was in there and Derek Anderson walked in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah.
1: Don't you a. A. People Can't that's funny.
0: We had we used to go to the laundromat freshman year in the grand because we had a dryer but we didn't have a washer so we would go to the i think it was called bubbles and yep. and uh wash everything and then we drag it home you know of course it weighs 706 pounds when you have 14 pair of wranglers and seven shirts in your freaking bag and then run it in the dryer the rest of the day um instead so of just you know probably could have gone to a local pawn chopper used appliance store and got a washer for 50 bucks but it kind of added to the adventure for a while i think eventually we obviously we got one but eh, memories too you know that was the place to go bubbles was pretty nice actually so a lot of people hung out there memories yeah we would we take a cooler usually so it was okay
1: (laughs) talking about memories
0: (laughs) i love having joel on the on the, the speaker still running so
1: Pouring myself a uh, Pendleton rye.
0: I was gonna say I heard a wrapper, and then I just heard a cork. So it's nice.
1: This rye is not bad,
0: dude. That is like marbles on a mirror. That's how smooth that shit is, man.
1: The packaging is great. Do you guys put a yeah. little water in there, or you just do it?
0: Just a splash. Um, yeah, that's me. Just a splash. Usually, like, um, but I make sparkling water. You know, with the Soda Stream thing. And that, that adds a little effervescence to the 1910, but it doesn't need any help. And if I have a lime standing by, I like a little lime in my whiskey. You Not know, no, no scurvy. So God, yeah. Oh. yeah, there's a great they, little uh, liquor hunt. store here north of town that, that'll bring 1910 in for me. Um I actually have a bottle of director's reserve sitting there waiting for me to go pick up right now, actually. I
1: want to uh that's off starting to start Went bowling the other night.
0: Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, my no. eye is oh, yeah, detached retina. Yeah, I
1: got I don't it. It was. So Richard... Richard sent it. Or if Richard thought. Uh, That's on your Instagram.
0: I... You might have. Did you leave it on there?
1: No, I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing when you're sober. That's why. It's... I got my. I got my laughs. That was good. Yeah. Uh yeah. so Joel was doing is... his Bert
0: Kreischer impersonation.
1: Yeah, what I did for the people at home, I went to the bowling alley uh, for your birthday.
2: Happy birthday, by for, the way, Joel.
1: Thank you. Uh, I went there, and uh, after a few beverages, I was like, "I'm going to take my shirt off and and throw a ball."
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: that's natural, right? It's like some, it's yeah. what the dude would do.
1: Yeah, and full disclosure, I did it one time before, and I, I just didn't. I I didn't get a strike. Oh okay. Uh because I don't get a lot of strikes, right? And then uh, a few beers later I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it one more time. And nice. uh took my shirt off in it and then so then I uh threw it in a chew, grabbed my ball, perfect strike.
0: Nailed it. it. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Like textbook. beautiful throw. Donnie wept openly. That's how pretty
1: it was. <laughs> so what day was your birthday, Joel? Uh my birthday was on Monday.
0: Yeah. And Richard's was Friday. What is Friday. Creepy.
1: Oh, you just had a birthday too? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You were on the text.
1: Oh, did I say yeah. happy birthday? I think Never you knows. did.
0: You were very, very, very polite, very <laughs> celebratory. Yes.
1: How old did you turn, Richard? Huh? Was he... 46.
0: 46. Yeah.
1: Four, four six. Get up in the six. morning and do the math.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's why i'm like i don't know seriously how old you are and i'm like no i don't freaking know how old i am
4: my wife got up and said well how old are you today i'm like i think 45 she goes now i think you're older than that
0: <laughs> hey, thanks honey yeah <laughs> work with me honey work with me it's for the both of us okay
1: it really does like i i i do it too i i've been doing it for years like because you never think about how old you are actively and then when somebody's like how old are you you're like fuck uh i don't know 37 38 39 is more like i
0: don't know i was uh yeah 70 sometime yeah whatever don't worry about it not i'm
1: old. not 40 i'm not 40 i think not yet no. we're gonna have, to have some
0: fun for that one
1: yeah either vegas or Uh, i did a little bit of reading today about the phoenix waste management oh yeah sorry but that'd be really we've got
0: some uh we've got some pseudo connections there as well some a lot of the pilton gang have been there a couple times uh and then uh some friends have used to anyways have some housing in that part of the world so uh, yeah we have some inside track let's put it that way i say we because i just invited myself to your 40th birthday party at the phoenix waste management open but yeah
2: oh
4: Yours at Pendleton wasn't bad in the letter buck group.
0: That was fun. Yeah. That's a good surprise. Pseudo surprise.
1: Who's <laughs> was, was what? what was Mine.
0: It? I had my 40th at the LBR.
1: Oh, you
0: did? Everybody's like, hey, what are you doing for your birthday? Well, I I'm like, I don't really know. I haven't thought about it much. You going to be here? I don't really know. And finally, Junior's like, damn it. We're throwing you a party. You have to be in town. Oh, okay. That'll work. Yeah. So we, we barbecued and my good buddy, Hugh, and his brother, Bill, uh, we're honorary bartenders, and so uh, that was cool. You know Hugh Barrett. You know Hugh, right, Richard? Yeah. I was there. I know, but I didn't know you remembered it or not. Yeah. So fairly <laughs> forgot your jacket. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's probably yeah. easier to figure out where I haven't forgot my jacket.
0: That's true. Is that the same time that Al got boots? Is that the same trip or a different one? Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it's my birthday, and then I had errands the next day to go gather up all the uh, wayward articles of clothing. That's <laughs> well, glad you all were there. So, yeah, that was a fun one. I found some pictures of that the other day. But waste manager would be good, Joel. That's a fun time. Haven't been yet. Uh, usually, some meetings jack me up for that. Vegas is always good. That's where we had, we had Kurt's birthday in Vegas. He got a hole in one when we were playing golf, obviously. It's not really a place you can get a hold of one that I'd mentioned on TV. So
4: a lot of places you can get a hold of one in Vegas though. There is
0: that indeed. Yes. And I always attract that person for some reason. So yeah. Hell I'm having fun right now. Yeah. That was a different trip. That was McDave's wedding actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, wow, I totally forgot that whole excursion. So. it's a year to get y'all prepped Joel. So. Sure.
1: So oh, what happened in the news this week, Michael? This week, man, it was kind of slow. Uh, no, it was. Is Nancy Pelosi still a bitch? Yes. <laughs> that's pulled us. That's, that's a Shane Gillis joke. I like that. Well, Nancy yeah. Pelosi still a bitch. I
2: <laughs> 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 oh, did.
1: <laughs> if, if anybody's listening and they haven't seen it yet shane gillis's special youtube
2: oh yeah
0: it's glorious incredible. he
1: he has the full support of joe Rogan, who is about as uncontroversial as you can get
0: yes 100 percent that too
1: yeah so
2: <laughs>
0: that's funny um God, where do we begin, dude, with like a current, I guess, reach around slash current events? Because there's about 8,000 things that are just unfurling and disintegrating and coming apart at the seams. and um, Yeah, I, I think. think we
1: need, I don't think we need a full reach around. Let's, uh, just jump into it. That's uh,
0: yeah, that's fun. what we've kind of been doing anyways. Yeah, so it's. Uh, yeah, so we got we got the Canadian truck drivers and the cowboys up there raising hell we've got crack pipes, we've got Stacey Abrams not wearing a mask, we got reverse new science erupting in front of our eyes about masks and mandates and all that sort of fun stuff. We've got dual roganisms.
2: What else?
1: Let's talk about the um, Canada
2: thing. Ah, Um,
1: Kind of a way of thinking about I don't, what, what's the, I don't know. I'll just say it. Um, when it's traditionally a tactic of the left like what's the that? Antifa and the people to shut down the roads they go out on the FDR or the West Side Highway or whatever fucking road and they shut it down and like you can't, they go out on the highways and like you can't drive and they create a traffic jam and and then everybody gets mad like people hate you because you're interfering with our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, then they're doing the, essentially the same thing in Ottawa. Uh, they're just Similar, shutting yeah. everything down. And so to their point, they, they bring up a good point. Like it, it pisses me off when Antifa or whatever shuts down a road and it impedes traffic and the free flow of people. Um, and Ottawa is doing the same thing, but for some reason I support it, and I, I can't reconcile that fully.
0: Is that hurting you? I think
1: it, it's hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite for it.
0: To a degree, um, not. I think it's different. Obviously, I probably feel the same way that you do. I think the, the part of it is um uh, it's the downtown section so it's not like they're closing the freeway um with people it's trucks it's like a parade um i think yeah, the other you're, part is, you're, is like you're
4: also you're here's the other part though there. You're, i am you're and here, to i'm, gonna, I'm it, gonna tell you though.
0: why i am here's why i'm justifying it though they said what they were going to do for weeks um and this convoy came from all over the country and they're like we're coming here to talk to you prime minister because this is bullshit we don't like what's going on and he leaves he calls them extreme fringe racist basically and goes somewhere else and so then like well fine we're gonna sit here till you come back and you change this shit so that's why i'm like i think it's different because it wasn't like they just showed up on the fdr at nine o'clock at night for no reason with a little sign like they were they had a list of demands. It was weeks in the coming, and the leader slandered them and then ran out of town. So I don't blame them in that regard. That's how I see it is, is partially different. The other part is, like, I happen to believe in what they're talking about. So holy shit balls, here comes Rawls. Um, so I believe in what they're doing also. That probably helps.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the other side believes in what the other people are doing. Of course they do, Uh, but I don't,
0: so look at the head on that one. Man.
1: (laughs) You're talking about truckers.
0: Here he comes.
1: But you're you're still being a hypocrite. right? not
0: necessarily being a hypocrite. I think it's two different things.
1: It's a different thing.
0: They're not assaulting anybody either that tries to cross the line or whatever either. I think that's where the difference is also.
1: It makes me think that the true answer is that a more fundamental level than how these things surface like so shutting down the street is a symptom Mm
2: -hmm.
1: of something bigger underneath it and i hate it when they shut down the street for antifa or blm or some shit Mm -hmm. uh but i'm like okay well you're really going to affect some change maybe this is the only way you can do it if you're the truckers Um, the difference i think the fundamental difference if you were to boil it down and you could probably boil it down even further but you could boil it down to the level of the truckers are fighting against the government they're they're telling the government stop stop controlling me Mm -hmm. i don't want your so you put in these restrictions or these policies, be like we're trying to help you, and yeah. it reminds me of reminds me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber. You know when they're in the truck stop and and, and Lloyd's trying to give the that guy mouth to mouth and he's resisting. Oh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like,
0: exactly. He's like, just hold on, I'm
1: trying to save your life.
0: I'm trying, yeah. Uh, this and, is good for you. You just of,
1: don't know it. Yeah, you don't know it, and you're fighting. I'm like, I don't want your help. And this is what the truckers are saying that we don't want your input. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yes. And whereas, like, I think when the left wing has their similar tactics with protests, uh, they're asking for more more government involvement and stuff. And not totally, because they're asking for, like, get the police out of our life. And to a certain extent, I, I agree with them. Like, we shouldn't have the police doing all the shit that they're doing, in my opinion. But uh, I don't know, man. It's hard. We're I guess hip- that's one point, too. It's like, ha- Do you hip- ever know what
0: the fuck Antifa's wanting besides just to burn shit down and cause riots? I don't know. I've never seen like a, here's our list of what we're looking for. Here's what we want.
4: Well, the big
1: know. thing is they wanted to fund the police.
0: That's not a good thing at all. Hey, and that's not, in that's our not where it all opinion, started, is it?
1: In our opinion, it's not a good thing, but in their opinion, it's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that doesn't
0: make it fucking right, though. I mean, I can totally disagree with them and still be okay. I think that's illogical. Mm.
2: I, don't <laughs> like, know.
0: I think I think we're
1: hypocrites. <laughs> I think we're that, that's
0: fine. No, I'm all no fucking okay with that too. Like, is there
1: nothing wrong with that?
0: Like, I like this cause, therefore, I support it. I don't no, like it's not, that cause. It's not, or I it's, don't. No,
1: it's not, it's not good to be a hypocrite. I don't think I, I don't think it's
0: hypocritical to, either. I'm just like, that's my opinion.
1: I think I support I mean, what
0: they're talking about.
1: If you were to look at if, if you were to look at the situation, if you were to correct other things involved on the surface, I would be like, Yeah, okay, defund the police. We don't need police, but other yeah. things need to be lightened up too. Like, okay, defund the police, but no the the the, so that's a different my, topic that my, we're going to
0: disagree on. But
1: no, my point is that um, <laughs> I'll take care of myself and don't make laws that prevent me from taking care of myself. I'm you can beef on the police, but I'm going to carry a gun, mm-hmm. and then I'm okay. I'm good with that. Sure. Um, Richard, you're
0: behind to say something. The
1: fucking
4: cops. I was going to awesome, say, man. You're a hypocrite if you don't think you're a hypocrite.
0: There you go. Yeah, some cops are assholes, Joel. No doubt about it. Yeah, you should not yeah, give a nerd authority.
1: Don't pull me over because I didn't come to a full stop, you fucking dipshit. I
0: don't like cops sitting along the road waiting for me to go by doing 68 and a 65. I think that's it yeah. when there's fucking crack houses every block. But I think overall, yeah. like, yeah, let's spend less money on cops. Okay, that makes zero sense. When's the last time anybody's out there? Defund the teachers. Okay, I not seeing it. And they need reform just as much as cops do. Okay. So where's it end?
1: Yeah, I'm I I used to say it as a joke about like should taxpayers fund schools? I don't Probably I don't not. think so anymore. No, not I at all, dude. I don't, I don't, hey, I don't think so
0: Locally. Yeah. yeah. Locally. Mr. Bigsby, the hell are you doing down there being all silent and violent? What's going on, brother?
3: I heard there was a meeting, and I thought I'd join. Well, by
0: God, welcome. Now we have a quorum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joel and I are having way too much fun by ourselves, and Richard came on and ate for a while, and then you showed up. So, howdy. Welcome. Yeah, what's going on? You
4: waited on somebody to calve?
2: Oh. She did about
3: three months ago, didn't she? Yeah. No. Oh, oh. oh no, duck! Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> the, uh... I've got some heifers that are up close and just kind of anytime I'm waiting on them. But um, Explain
0: that term, will you, Raleigh? It's not like they're right next door.
3: I mean, they might be, but... Uh,
1: what term, heifer?
3: No, up close or heifer. Both would be close. clarified. It would be nice. They're just <laughs> could good at any point in time, and they're all really tight bag and springy and it's just a matter of... When they decide to show up now, so but
4: thought you had one
3: already, you did two, had two so far, yeah. So that was the word around the campfire, yeah. No, they're it, uh, so far, so good. Haven't had to do anything, just let them do their deal. So I hope, hopefully, that continues and uh, don't have to get too involved. up fairly. Oh, it's 35 right now, but we were up to 52 today, which was pretty warm, and so snow's coming off, but it uh, still got enough to wear it to make a pain in the butt for anything to have cal- outside, so. I've, yeah. how, many, spring,
1: how many calves do you think you're going to have?
3: Oh, between 280 and 300, I think, I don't know.
1: And then, mm. so then you'll do that, and then you'll, we take you all of them, Wait do you wait six months
3: and then sell them or what do you yeah generally Give me the highlights
0: uh, right us through the process if you will good sir
3: uh well we typically have out our cows starting in the beginning of march through april um calve the heifers early like this so they have a little a little more chance to catch up to rebreed um they'll go to grass in april late april and may the and cows will the, the pairs yeah be There's turned many. out be turned out and then uh right around the first of june we'll put bulls in to uh rebreed for next year so they'll calve about the first march and then uh, right in front
1: of, right in front of their kids
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah that helps the weaning process
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking kinky yeah. little slut
3: yeah <laughs> and then multiple uh,
1: times with numerous partners i might add <laughs>
3: yeah no monogamy no con here.
1: not a condom inside.
3: thank god no, no and then uh, they'll be turned out through the in the summer and bring them in in the fall and just kind of see how the fall and late summer go as to when i set up shipping dates so
1: that doesn't really answer my question so you get these new calves by the next three weeks they'll probably have 280
3: Oh, I would catch weeks, But by the end of March, first oh, April, it'll,
1: it'll take that long.
3: Yeah, well, it so you may got cow the
0: heifers are, first, and then
3: yeah, the cows take what forty-five days somewhere near else. I leave the bulls in for sixty days, okay. but um, yeah. typically forty-five days, I've got ninety percent of them.
1: Out of those, out of those three hundred, to make the math easy, mm-hmm. how many how many end up getting like slaughtered and killed? Harvested.
3: Harvested. Um, It kind of depends. I mean, depends on how they get bought, but a lot of times we'll keep back ten percent for replacement heifers, depending on the year and what the market looks like.
1: Okay, so we keep like uh, about thirty of them. Yeah, and then you then you get a bull, but you can't have the same bull because that's its daughter. So you have to get a different bull.
3: Yeah typically yes you you trade out do genetics. you switch
1: out your bull every year
3: oh no i'll buy three or four bulls every year and and then uh every what do you do fourth, with the old one? send them to slaughter oh. yeah you figure gonna
0: on average you're going to get 50 percent bulls and 50 percent steers and, and cows out of your <laughs> kind of average ideally Does a bull
1: just become ground beef
3: Typically, you don't, want to, mm-hmm.
1: you don't want to eat a steak of, of a mole, right?
3: Oh, I don't know. Oh, actually, you probably did. Yeah. Eat whatever you want. But
1: mm-hmm. well you can, but it's not going to be very good, right?
3: Most of them just go into the butcher beef market and mm-hmm. go to burger. So, okay. that's why you make them a steer. Mm-hmm. Well, numerous
1: reasons, but yeah. The them you keep, don't people keep their bowls for years, don't they?
3: I don't know. I don't think it's probably that great of a practice to keep them keep much over five, but that's myself. No. They get to be a real pain in the ass. And especially if you're turned out in rough country, they're, they tend to not get out and work quite as hard as. I mean, did, do you want to breed as many women now as you did when you were 18? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, no. do, you, do, no, you have, no. do you
3: have the ability? <laughs> well, that's different. Yeah. That's different. Well, how much time you giving me yeah yeah well i guess the uh, a little rejuvenation into your breeding program helps so richard that you knows. might you might have input on what you think there
4: yards yeah, don't usually make it over six or seven years yeah so if but if we like them, so, we might keep them around and give them light duty in a pasture somewhere but right we go out on the desert so four or five years there.
1: usually uh Shooting blanks and up, but if you have a good bull, couldn't you couldn't you just trade them with other people?
3: No, no. I mean, it's sort of
1: buying a new bull. So part of a
3: part of my practice, some guys don't do it, but I semen test every year to make sure that they're still fertile, and that's why Richard was talking about shooting blanks. A lot of times, you get much over six years old, your your semen quality goes down, and you don't have near the fertility so oh. it's just good practice to try and cull when need be and replace them with younger different sets of genetics to keep different um gene, gene pools going through your cow herd so, so, so like in
1: PR, PRC and uh PBR how old are those bulls
3: I couldn't tell you you know I I said that's a whole di- you know, I, I guess they they may breed some of those bulls, and they they certainly collect some of them for semen for the specialized mm-hmm. AIing programs now. But they're not like they're out working all the time. Those have a pretty good life. They're they're kept in and grained every day and taken yeah. care of like a show steer. So they different, uh, uh, a, sure, a whole, yeah. yeah a whole different um, type of a program, and they're probably I would say most of them bulls are going to buck between the ages of Three or four, and eight to ten, probably. If they, if their frame holds up to the abuse of bucking, and then a oh. lot of those guys, if they're any good, keep them around as some sort of a memoir. I don't know.
1: Well, they keep them for uh, breeding, right? Like the good ones.
3: I, yeah, I'm sure they mm-hmm. do keep the good ones and collect them as long as they have good fertility in there. Like you can good.
1: still find like Red Rock's lineage.
3: Potentially, I don't know. Um, it's possible that that's still around. That's pretty, that's going pretty far back, but yeah. I, I think there's probably a lot better bucking bulls these days than what there were in the 1980s. That's a good, point.
0: Yeah, you just shattered Joel's opinion of bulls, but it's okay.
1: <clears throat> I just thought that's they were older a than of, five or six. What's there's
4: that, Richard? Of, there's a lot of emphasis put on bulls. <coughs> A lot of guys spend a lot of time worrying about their bulls, but genetically the cow brings 70% of the mix to the party. So mm-hmm. really... Here comes the feminist talk. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> most of the, the most important thing you can do is take care of your mother cow herd. Make mm-hmm. sure their genetics are straight and good. Yeah. You need the bulls to do that, but bulls... Anyways, the purpose of the bull is to cover the cows and you want to have a bull that's going to breed as many cows as possible. If you're a purebred operation, you have different goals. You want, you're want you shooting for some different things. If you're a beef guy, yeah, you like to have good genetics, but you also want them to weigh a certain amount in a certain expected time and you decide how, how much money you want to invest in your bulls to get there. And it's pretty negligible. I think a four thousand pound bull will get you just as close to a six hundred pound weaned calf at the end as a twelve thousand dollar bull. Yeah, it comes down to. I mean. Well, uh, environment pick, and
0: everything else plays a lot of that too. If they're.
4: Yeah, so you want to you want to pick your bulls for the type of cows you want. That's really, I think, what the well what, what what are the biggest goals having a bull should be and that and the that they breed as much as they can possibly get bred
1: mm-hmm. uh richard and probably didn't reply to me
3: um so there richard, was a... go uh, oh go ahead i just got a question for richard
1: Yeah, no, go ask it cuz i was going
3: um, to Richard, what are your top five genetic qualities that you want to mm. have in your mother cow?
1: Five of them. Five.
3: That, that includes carcass, everything across the board.
1: Milkability.
2: What's
3: that?
1: Milkability. What Fuckability?
3: Milkability. Milk. No.
1: Oh, okay. Disposition's <laughs> big for me. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: staying, stay, Mike's term. Stay Yeah. Yeah. I want a cow that's still bringing me a calf at 12 years old if she can do it. Absolutely. And then, but uh, I got three. Do is do yes, sir. Conversion. Ah, nice. And um, I guess confirmation would be my other one, which given genetics, you don't have to have a best looking. It's sort of like Moneyball. You don't, they don't have to look the best, but I still like to pick animals by eye and it's not any good you can't pick something that hangs on the hook by how it looks on the hoof but i think you can i guess if i was going to do a fifth they have to sort of look feminine 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 feminine, feminine? yeah just say cinnamon of, with an f yeah What's that? some of those some of the bigger like breeding angus
1: cows i see they, they look pretty butch
4: Mm-hmm. Real,
3: real course,
1: yeah. Did you say feminine?
3: Yeah, feminine.
1: Yeah. Oh, you can tell if a cow looks feminine.
0: Yeah, she'll have okay. like a smaller kind of head, and be like, yeah, you'll know, you'll see. Huh.
1: Just position. You gotta be around them a lot, and then you start picking up on these little, little things, right?
2: Now, what, are cow- five,
1: yeah. roll, what are your five? What are your five?
3: Rollie um stability or longevity whichever you want to call it's probably one of the biggest ones that i want to see um i want to i want to see good 205 type genetics as far as i want growth weaning weights um let's see milk is important because that's going to get you a lot to that weaning weight um probably i'm not i don't know i don't mind seeing some carcass quality in there too uh, however it's not m- huge when you're turned out i mean that i want to see more maternal characteristics in there than, than i do carcass but um your disposition is a big one um that's four are you picking
1: a are you picking a cow or a wife?
3: Yep. Well
2: <laughs> I went
3: bad in the disposition department. Oh,
2: <laughs>
3: that's not gonna help your stability. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or definitely not your calving ease either. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. that's going um,
3: <laughs> pr- and my cow
2: also
1: p- spin nurse.
3: Yeah, honestly like a frame size is, yeah. is important um i don't i don't want a big 1400 pound mature cow i'd rather see him somewhere closer to 1200 i think yeah. i think that helps your stability a little more
0: yeah especially it's pretty tightly correlated i think to efficiency also but yeah you're right i think it takes six that's just a bigger engine to
3: keep running it is, and and, and it uh, allows less resources for more cattle. Yeah, I think it just. I think they're going to work through a lot more feed than. But that's, that's my opinion.
1: These cows are going to get so expensive here pretty soon, aren't they?
3: I think they are. Yeah, I mean it's headed that way.
1: You guys are going to be no, fine. The rest of us are going to starve.
3: Yeah, I think once we see some green up here, it's going to take that market and run a little. But no, I just was curious what, it's, it's interesting for me to, to ask that question to guys in different regions in different areas and where they graze and how they operate. You see a lot of difference um, in what their top five things look at. You see it everywhere. That's one of my favorite
0: questions when I was doing nutrition. Is like, what's one of your goals? And almost every time I'd get, I want good mama cows, mm-hmm. outstanding. Now, now, what does that mean? How do you quantify that? And everybody's got a different idea. Some of them had never thought about it. Besides, good mama cows.
3: You know, I honestly, um, I've forgotten what my index at GeneSeq, I had. Top mm. five traits that I would um, was trending towards based on percentages, and I can't think off the top of the head what I wrote down on that, or I'd have to go back to my profile and see. But I think they they haven't changed much. So. Stayability is definitely huge because the, the the longevity of a cow is profitability. Joel, is that your dog? No. Yeah. Yeah. Joel's <laughs> like.
0: Did I get a dog? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've been feeding my dog. Did I take it for a walk?
1: Yeah. I want a dog so bad.
3: No, that's uh the
1: thing I the
4: thing I've learned this year is how important uh, climate and environment is. I say a bunch of cows brought me back smaller calves than they ever have. And that you know I knew they were out working, but with the smoke and the water and the heat Drought. and everything, I just, my calves were probably 100 pounds under where Damn. they should have been.
3: No, that was pretty, com- we didn't see the 100 pounds off up here, but 30 to 60 was common for everybody in this neck of the woods off of historic data.
4: Crazy. Mm. That's a huge when you bank on that every year
2: yeah that's
3: yeah nutrition that's, that's a big deal origin. yeah and when when we go through these droughts and the effect it has on everything is amazing it really is well,
4: the guys in lakeview see it even worse weight di- differences because they were just sucked in and smoked the entire time
3: well and i think you really see the um the effect of how good of soil you're running on when it comes to these events because it, the, the soil is the generator for y- your quality of grasses. And when you, when you get into those areas where more marginal soil is, is part of the program, I think it really shows up on these bad years even worse. You got
1: excellent soil up there, though, right?
3: Nothing. Yeah, we've got really good soil, great grass and good soil.
1: Yeah,
3: where that's, Richard is, good. I
1: don't know if that's true. You guys are more like Alkaline. Utah.
4: A lot of alkali, yeah. Yeah.
1: Tell tell the cows go eat weeds and.
4: <laughs> now one and of my happen. one of my pastures is really one of the places at least is really good, and usually our desert cattle, if it's any type of year at all, they bring back big, huge honking calves, but they suffered quite a bit this year yeah
1: they actually were the first bunch to go so anyways uh i sent this to everybody i don't know if you i don't rich micah laughed about it i don't know if richard raleigh saw it but there was an article in the new york times today or a few days ago about new yorkers who once the pandemic hit and they like went and did stuff they're like well i want more space so i bought an apartment people moved out of the city and they bought houses and then so it was following up with those people to say how to how that turn out for you there was this new york couple richard Raleigh. did you guys even read this i don't know
3: i
2: didn't no, yeah.
3: i didn't know uh
1: so this this couple bought a place in florida because um, they could go work remote um, and they said uh, there really wasn't much hesitation at the, that point. We're defeated, we're exhausted, we're anxious, said Ms. Mohan, a curriculum developer for educational company. We really just wanted to own a house and then they say, uh, so they ended up buying a farm, if you will. Oh, I saw this Yeah it says almost immediately the couple regretted their decision
2: <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the property felt eerily quiet and isolated maintaining five acres and two cows was more work than they anticipated and i said you see these people on instagram with their farm life i said nobody tells you what actual hard work that is and how time consuming it so they ended up, they they converted it to an Airbnb because the five acres and the two cows was
0: way That's more work
1: much. than they anticipated.
0: Looks way more fun on Instagram than it was in real life.
1: So I sent that to Richard and Raleigh and I was expecting like some reaction. Man, they
0: <laughs> yeah, have to take busy. time out from working to actually read it. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> busy taking care of your hundred cows.
2: Yeah.
4: I get a kick out of uh, the people that call me at the real estate office and they found this 20 or 40 acre place. And they're like, can I raise some cows out there? And I'm like, no. probably not.
2: <laughs>
4: some cows. See <laughs> so they goes, well, I, I was I'd like to move somewhere we have five or six head of cattle. And I said, Well, this is not the place, and they're like, but it's 40 acres. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay uh if you want to buy hay from my buddy all year round then okay you probably could basically dry lot five cows on 40 acres but (laughs) it's (laughs) welcoming the trembling acres yes that's
4: (laughs) get a kick out of it they think that it's about the acreage
0: you're a shitty real estate agent you're supposed to be selling them dreams not reality
4: i told one guy one time that if uh I wouldn't sell it to him. He was looking for a place outside of Beatty, and he was telling me about how uh, how uh, prepared he was. He, he was a prepper. Oh like, Jesus! He was going to go isolated. And I said, "Look, buddy." And he, I did pick it up on some stuff from him, and I was like, "Yeah, you have never ever probably been off the asphalt." <laughs> Anyways, I said, "I wouldn't sell this place to you." in a million years they said you're going to get up there the first thing that's probably going to happen to you is you get scalped (laughs) (laughs) and he goes the indians aren't that bad i said no if you know them but i can tell from talking to you that you're going to get scalped (laughs) (laughs) like the lady that's my receptionist was rolling on the floor (laughs) laughing
0: (laughs) yeah i almost just peed myself uh just hearing that conversation like they're not that bad Uh, that's even funnier um (laughs)
1: <laughs> Up in Lagrand, you oh that hurts. Raise a cow in five acres easily, you? Oh yeah.
0: Not everywhere in the Grand, but maybe in the yeah. Valley. But
1: I feel. Okay,
2: and you yeah. can
0: raise them anywhere you want. It just depends on how much hay you want to haul in and water. So like, the water's water's the key. Yeah, like nothing's impossible uh, if you have enough well, money much, and time. But...
1: How much? How much like uh, Joseph land do you need? For one cow. Different everywhere. How many cows per acre can Joseph support without having to constantly throw hay like, at these little fuckers?
3: Joseph proper? Sure. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they, I yeah. don't know.
1: I, I don't want to get right. into the city well, limits. but Let's you know say, I
3: mean. I mean, zoning is I don't know. There's five acre parcels you could buy up here i guess that you could potentially put a cow on during the irrigated season and but where i turn out i figure one pair per 14 acres for six months during a grazing season one pair um, per
1: 14 acres wow
3: and six months for six months and then yeah. I've, I've and then you're into supplementating supplement feeding after that whether it be aftermath grazing on irrigated ground and then feeding hay but and by
1: a pair you mean like the cow cow and its calf
3: one A yeah. U M animal
0: unit month yeah richard got so depressed or he's laughing so hard he just left apparently <laughs> oh i'm still uh, here. I'm... oh okay <laughs> that's creepy like he don't even doesn't even show you on the screen as like a phone it's just like no nah, i'm still here like some the gator with the eyes just above the water, you know? Yeah.
1: There was uh there was a reply to that article on Twitter that made me laugh. Uh if you guys can remember back to that famous Paul Harvey commercial during the Super Bowl, probably oh, that three, one
0: almost made me three, pee my pants about God three, made a farmer.
1: Yeah. yeah. Remember the God made a farmer commercial? Yeah. Paul Harvey voice, really?
3: Yo, uh, yeah this
1: one said, and God said. I need someone to get up before dawn, fix their hair and makeup, put on a rugged designer Carhartt jacket, take a selfie in the morning sunrise with a cow and IG that bitch before 8am and so God made an influencer.
0: <laughs> That's the part of that article that almost put me over the edge.
1: <laughs> God made an influencer. <laughs> oh, man. else is going on in the world not a whole
4: lot hmm. um the super bowl this weekend yeah they still have that they do i hmm. thought maybe i missed it last week
0: that was playoffs
1: uh, i'm more i'm higher on football than i've ever been in my life maybe you're just uh, are,
0: you, are you higher than you ever been your entire life and just happens to be with football
1: you know, like I look at basketball, and I just get more and more disinterested in that reality show. It seems like a reality show. I like
0: college and basketball. I, th-
1: I think uh, I think baseball is trending that direction. You're either a home run hitter, you're going to strike out. It's stupid. It's boring to watch. There's no manufactured runs. It's terrible. Football is the purest sport. There is, at least in America. Um,
3: What are you talking about, Colin Kaepernick, or what? (laughs) No, I wasn't talking about him at
1: all. (laughs) I. It that he's a good example, though he is. When these guys try to get a little too big for their britches, uh, they'll fucking get rid of you. They don't care. We're trying to win a football game. That's the beauty of football. It's violent.
0: It is the, the presence of the business aspect to the foosball.
1: There's uh, no room in this sport for a personality. Yeah, if you're a superstar, if you are, usually that's reserved for like quarterbacks and receivers, but if you're like a, a lineman and you're, excellent at that yeah you can be a personality but you know the number i don't i don't know but whereas like basketball you would look at like um the warriors or something like the number three guy the third biggest star on the warriors is has his own image and who, who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. I don't know
0: who that is. Part of it is, like, you see basketball players. Like, they don't wear helmets and shit. Like, it's, like, different scale on that, too.
1: Yeah, it's so individualistic. Mm-hmm. I, oh, watch, that's I watch all it baseball. Is. With the Yankees, too. You got Aaron Judge. He's fine. Gary Sanchez. Urshela. Uh, Urshela's good. I like him. He's, he doesn't make himself part of the conversation but like judge to this guy he hits a home run or he strikes out he's i fucking hate him
0: um well, that's what they're letting him do yeah that's their game plan is to let him do that i think it's bullshit so it's a different style of i just
1: i think i think football is so pure still that you don't you don't really get that and that's if
0: you why do, i like college it, football even more than nfl there's less uh, even there And college basketball, especially. I don't know.
1: Um, Like, Antonio Brown is one of the best receivers in the NFL. He was. But he gets – that's just a good reminder. Like, you're not that good. We'll find somebody else.
0: There's always somebody coming up. Yeah, like, later, dude. Yeah. Bye didn't have to be yeah, that we don't, way. He's just we don't need you. We're still going to
1: be good with we're still going to be just I don't as think good it's without
0: you. a bunch of morons at some point. I think all the placating they did this last couple of years for all the social justice bullshit really irritated the crap out of me, but uh that's another story for another day. Just saying.
1: as far as the Super Bowl, uh I put $400 on the Bengals
0: to cover four and a half, to
1: cover four and a half. Yeah, uh, think that's wise. Yep, hopefully,
0: we'll see. It's gonna be interesting.
1: Probably gonna put more on it because
0: I like I the commercials. That's my favorite part about the Super Bowl. I like the game, I, I do like football. There's no way around that. The commercials are usually cool. Uh, halftime, I usually don't care. Uh, it's usually something weird and shitty. So it's still, uh, for me, it's still, I think it's just a social event, too. That's the fun part about Super Bowl. I want to watch
1: mind. it privately.
0: There you go. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Rawls. Did we lose Richard? No, he had to poop. He's still yeah, here. I think he's just
3: yeah. got a blind Oh, He's gone. Yeah.
0: We missed you at uh, NCBA in Houston, Rawls, We'd like to have you there.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday. Oh, here he comes
0: have a role to play well i think uh you a you carved your role b you're making it right now so yeah yeah
3: no uh yeah uh i've been uh in the, the commissioner's office here a couple times this week mm-hmm. and uh he said that uh he saw you down there and uh enjoyed conversation and it was good, Real yeah.
0: good. we had a good time yeah. so Oh, yeah. The rest of the Oregon delegation, as well, it was good to see everybody again and, and say howdy Saskia and Penny and Tammy, of course, and mm-hmm. John and Jane. So, um, yeah, and Miss Miss Shadler saw her as well. So, Mary, oh, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: So, of course, she had smart, alecky comments, uh, when she saw us in the bar in the lounge. So that was appreciated, though. So she sat down and joined us. So, <laughs> yeah,
4: what's that, Richard? I was gonna say smart algae, but probably uh, had a few with you
0: well yeah absolutely and she was accurate too because we were there was me and my buddy and a few folks sitting around, and she just rolled and she's like don't believe a word that guy says and they're like how the hell do you know micah and i'm like oh that's obviously because that instantly told them that she knew me and so we, we had to connect all the dots and yeah the guy the guy we were talking was like holy shit i never thought you guys would know each other so it was pretty funny but great to see her and hang out and spend a couple yarns and we did the same thing with sky and penny too uh as well, as so those two kids crack me up. So, um, that's great. So, oh, well, you're missed, Rawls. You should have been there. So, let's put that on your potential list and drag the herd along and
3: yeah, well, take it all in. Yeah. Someday, maybe. Should be in Houston every year. Wasn't bad.
0: No, not bad. I liked, uh, San Antonio, I think I like more than Houston, actually, but that's just me. Okay, not that it should you get just to be see. in Texas. It should year. just be in Texas. Okay. We can agree on that. Yeah fort worth but uh you know not that you really i don't agree with that matters where it's at because you're you're most of the time you're in the building or on a bus or in a restaurant so that's about it
3: i don't know if i agree with that being in texas every year because i think it would do a lot of texans good to have to leave their state it is entertaining (laughs) there's no doubt about that yeah watching them wander around their taco hat
0: and shotgun pants but yeah it was in uh well it moves around all the time but you know i think it's going to be in new orleans again coming up whoever recruits meetings for new orleans does a hell of a job because out of the past 10 meetings i've been to i think six of them have been there so not complaining it's just an anomaly as they might say so i
2: could go well, for probably new orleans. Not in portland
4: say again richard probably not going to be in portland anytime soon that would be fun too yeah why not why not
0: Nolens is fun, though. Portland's fun. Indianapolis was good. That was Angus Convention, I think. I don't know. They all blend together. But uh, anyways, good time was had by all, and you were missed. So I'll leave it there. Yeah. So are you, Richard, you psycho? Can you imagine all of us running around NCBA at the same time? That would be fun. We'll bring Joel, too. It would be good.
4: Did you get? Did you run into Max ever?
0: Uh, no. I stopped by the booth like four times. Three of the times he wasn't there. And the fifth time was up to his eyeballs at about nine different people. So, yeah, yeah. I missed him. We'll, we'll connect. So, saw Kurt Pate. Didn't see him. That was good. Uh, saw a bunch of my own salesmen. That was awesome.
2: So.
4: I called my tag guy. He was there. Which one? Data Tech? Data Mars. Yep. Yep. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I had a good meeting with Data Mars. That was fun.
4: Yeah. I said, "Uh, you guys are, if you're at the Houston, you're absolutely worthless to me today, this week. I'll call you next week. <laughs> you're right, too. Yeah. So <laughs> I hadn't been to a trade show
0: in almost at least two years, though. That was not, it was not. Awesome.
4: I figured everybody would be a little bit off the hook. I figured that'd be the first big one everybody went to. It was pretty good. I think there was, I
0: think around 7,000 people there, maybe a little bit more. I think that's the number I heard. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. I would I was I would have guessed tire there was still well trap. like there's a big storm rolled in. Um, yeah, that was part of the deal, I think. Part of it, people probably just tired. I don't know. That's that's the number I right heard was about 7,000. So, yeah, they well, usually big, have eight to big, 10, I think.
1: The last
4: big cattleman's function I was at was in Nevada, and I bet they had 1200 people.
0: I reckon, but yeah,
4: Nevada and California together. So, yeah,
0: that's cool though. It was. It was it was good, really fun. I had a had a blast. It, it it was good to get out, get or get her, see a bunch of folks I hadn't seen in a while, meet some new people, obviously too, and but just go, you know, like there's just an air about any trade show. But then if you, it's in CBA, it's a different level of fun too. So
2: yeah, it was
0: time well spent indeed. So I liked it. Rumpf. Yeah. <laughs> Did, right, let's do uh, our
1: reach arounds now.
0: Oh, easy now, we're, we're beyond Let's that, get yeah.
1: the let's get this show started.
0: Yeah, let's kick this off. It's only been
1: <laughs> it's only been an hour and a
0: half. <laughs> did anybody listen to the podcast we yeah. talked about last time?
1: I did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I didn't. I, I listened to it when it first came out. Oh, okay. I didn't read it. Yeah. I listened to it. But,
2: listened uh, to a more was,
1: interesting. Yeah, is there's just the fact that Joe Rogan they attempted a pretty significant takedown since what we last met. You got Neil Young, Joni Mitchell. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, that kicked off uh, even harder than last time. And uh, some other groups apparently too. I don't know who all was there. And so that was that was kind of interesting. And then most, what, like three days ago, late last week? Must have been late last week, wasn't it? Friday or Saturday? they released that compilation video every time joe said the n-word on this podcast apparently right yeah. We, yeah so he had to put out an explanatory video on that which i thought was interesting but um A was like well that's no secret like it's on a podcast like it's been published for a long time b you took no context with anything see if that really stirs you up well then uh there's plenty of footage of our the current moron in the White House saying that same exact word in many a hearing already. So I don't know what your point was besides trying to get him deplatformed because you don't like what he says or who he talks to. More importantly, it's not necessarily what Joe says. It's who he talks to. Again, that's the whole funny part about this first thing is like this guy's spreading misinformation and telling lies. and like, He's asking questions and interviewing people, dude. Like, that's your fucking job. What you should be doing Two, not pointing at him and talking about misinformation, which was one of the most freaking Nazi like censorship things that ever come out of our word maker in our entire life. But sorry, I'm getting a little spun up here. Sons of bitches. <clears throat> yeah.
4: I was I was feeling sorry for Joe at first, and then <clears throat> now I'm feeling sorry for myself because they really. Ruined the Joe Rogan show. It was nice when it was just under the radar. I guess it oh. just got too big. And, I mean, I've been listening to it since like episode 438 or something. Yeah, and yeah. It was a uh, was it this nice little community, and now it's like in the crosshairs. So I hope he gets these the platforms from Spotify, and it goes back to being just sort of an underground thing, and everybody just leaves us leaves them the hell alone because. I can guarantee you, with Joe, not if I think that I can tell there's a change in the tenor of the podcast because mm. now it's like walking on eggshells. Egg it was a lot more fun when nobody cared. So I think that'll go back to
0: normal for one, or he'll go to a different platform or he'll just stop it all together and go do something different. Cause even he's like, I don't know how this thing got here. I know this is not what I planned. Like, this is crazy um no but I think I don't know I think I hope it doesn't get I see what you're saying too Richard but I hope he keeps talking too I think maybe that's selfish that he can keep pointing out like what good curious conversation can really be like and I by no means agree with all the guests he's had on or even things that he said like yeah Michelle Obama would be a great president like that made me pee a little bit when he said that so I still think he needs to be there as a voice of like, and I think there's maybe there should just be more people take over doing what he does, like just talking, interviewing interesting people, asking everyone questions. Else,
1: everyone else in that same market is so overtly political. I don't think he is. That's what's it's frustrating yeah. to like hear people's opinion of him.
2: <laughs> I haven't ever listened to it Because yeah. in,
1: in my in my mind. It does. His podcast doesn't strike me as political. No, it's not. Uh, it's, human. it's like it's human. I would almost say it's like there's an anti-political bent to it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck the politics. And all this controversy is. Uh, I think we get lost in the fact, like people start analyzing a show and they start. I, I brought up on the we used to have word of the week. Remember that. that? Hmm. And one of, the, one of my words was, I brought it up for a reason, was because uh, I think how it gets abused. And my word was factoid. And the factoid yeah. is, and the word factoid itself is a factoid. A factoid is when a, a, a lie, if you will, uh, gets repeated so frequently that it becomes commonly thought of as a truth. And it's it's not true and I think that is happening with Joe Rogan show. people talk about like well he's super racist like you're forgetting the underlying motivation of the attacks on his show is the fact that he has three hour conversations with people and not everything's boiled down to the talking point you know like on, on, on all the news shows or whatever article you read It's just the highlights and the experts going to be quoted. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want you to run. Joe Rogan's not a journalist, but. He's a lot closer
0: than most people claiming to be.
1: Maybe a journalist is phase one. You talk to your subject phase two, you write about it. Um, What I don't like is the fucker that writes about it. Mm -hmm. And Joe Rogan lets us just hear phase one.
0: Yes, precisely.
1: I, I can be my own journalist. I can take from this oh, what that's... I think is important. And I don't need the fucking 24-year-old they-them person that, that, that studied journalism at Columbia and they have the credentials to tell me what i need to know i want to hear directly
2: any filters source. yeah and i
1: think i think that's what he does in a lot of cases with, that's all especially with people yeah. like peter mccullough and Robin yeah, Malone. just,
0: just and, ask him questions tell me your story true. tell me who you are what's going on and, brother yeah it's
1: yeah he it's, is yeah. he's not a journalist but he's doing half of the journalist He's job doing
0: way more in the journalism world than most people who claim to be journalists. I
1: mean, and there's so much transparency and we get to actually hear it from their mouth and not the journalist it's turn around and be like and, and just select a quote from well a two hour I don't think he
0: I don't think he has an agenda when he goes into a conversation either. It's really just asking questions and sees where it goes. Like the last one Um, Rawls, have you ever listened to Rogan much at all? Do you listen to podcasts very often? It's highly entertaining. Um, Jordan Peterson was on there a couple weeks ago, it's like a four hour conversation. And so, the funny thing is, like, um, Rogan started to talk about how he preps for a show because Jordan asked him that, and he's like, Yeah, I've been reading these books about climate change because I got a climate change dude going on, and next thing you know. It's like an hour or hour and a half later, and Jordan's lecturing him on about climate and environment and people and how it's bullshit, and like that's how the whole thing started off. But Rogan's just like, "Yeah, I'm reading books about climate because I'm getting ready for a you know climate duty come on." And so the his guest, he's going to talk about other stuff, totally runs down that road. He just goes with it, but like you know, if he was like had like an agenda of things he wanted to touch on, like that would never happen. Like he would, but he just goes in for a conversation. I think he doesn't have any. Any place he wants to get, he just wants to talk to about folks about who they are, what their credentials are, what their opinion is on stuff, and he just asks questions and let it go. And I think that's the that's the cool thing in my mind. And he's gonna, yeah. He well, he has comedians on, he has his friends on, he has Ted Nugent on, he has anybody that you know almost he can get
4: a hold of. I mean, Ron
0: White, like all these random people.
4: The Ted Nugent one was like a live car wreck happening in slow motion in <laughs> front of you. <laughs>
0: i haven't listened to it yet i listened to a an older one uh, a few years ago he had ted on there before uh, i haven't listened to the most recent one though
4: oh i love ted Dugit. he is a trip he lives in a different dimension he does anyway. um uncle ted the thing please. i like about rogan is not the controversial i like the rogue. i like the the topical ones i mean they're good but the ones i look forward to are jordan peterson mm-hmm. Duncan Russell, jocko willens uh yeah. Tom Segura, Tom mm-hmm. Papa is one of my favorite one of his yeah. guests, and that guy talks about nothing the entire time, and it's hilarious. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Tom Papa, he's hilarious. And then, uh, like yeah. Randall Carlton was on, mm-hmm. and that's fascinating. And uh, oh, who's the other? The Win Hoff one's still one of the best interviews ever. Yeah. And then the Anthony Bourdain one was great, definitely. And, like so, really. That's why I'm sort of so sad that it's become this political thing and it's all over the news is because really the things I like about best about the Rogan ones are not the topical ones it's just the like I can't wait every time I see Jordan Peterson's gonna be on no, like, dude, it's been yeah. too long and then Duncan Trussell, that guys
2: oh, yeah my, dude.
4: my other favorite one just for the pure entertainment factor is Alex Jones. Jesus Christ. Well those two it's going back so, and forth. Yeah. it's
1: such a fun thing to listen to. I yeah. I've been on I've been on a flight for five hours and like I'm just gonna listen to Alex Jones or Rogan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I don't want this to end. This guy's insane. But
2: he's oh, also Rals, not we gotta that get good you thing.
0: podcasting, Rawls. We gotta get you downloading, man. You'll be dying laughing. Yeah. It's just good good to have on of the background when you're doing something. It's it's uh it's damn entertaining. Yeah.
1: Nobody can listen to Alex Jones anymore. It's crazy. I mean, he is he is himself a mentally unstable person, I think. But do you been think society right. drove him
0: about half crazy though?
1: Like, yeah, but he's right about a lot of that. That's stuff. the thing,
0: is like for you know, five forever he says something and oh, you're crazy, you're full of shit. And two years later. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah. Seems like a lot of it so
4: Alex knew about that plane that flew to that island with that guy
0: yeah that one time or yeah. those many many times
4: yeah yeah it's a <laughs> I
0: like
1: when they talk about DMT I really want to try DMT and have oh. that experience
0: who was that talking about that just on a recent episode I can't remember who it was
1: uh, I think
4: it was they um, talk about DMT on every episode. Well, that's there's a good point. Yeah, for,
0: that's for I sure. I feel
1: like they talked about it on Jordan Peterson's episode. And...
0: There was another guy too, but anyway, yeah, it I was fun because my there's uh, a
1: place in my neighborhood that has it. I think I'm gonna go try it.
0: It's what's it stand for again? It's like a psychedelic kind of shit, isn't it? It's like a it's like concentrated mushroom or something, or what is it?
1: I don't know what DMT stands for. It's, I don't know, but yeah, yeah
0: it, Just like it's a gui-
1: It's a guided thing. You go in there, and yeah, uh, I, have a, I have a friend as DMT guy is here in my neighborhood, and uh, he asked me. He told me if I'm interested, um, set it up. But you have a guide, and you go in there, and they administer it to you, and they stay with you the entire time i've just heard it's such a incredible experience i just i just want to do it like you can
4: well that's live that's right
1: experiences um, in your life
4: synthetic
2: ayahuasca.
4: what's that it's synthetic ayahuasca
0: basically okay yeah because yeah. that's what him and jordan were talking about like people long time ago taking it and seeing like the DNA helix and stuff are like, it was just like some trippy stuff. Yeah. It's squirrely. It'll make your brain kind of rumble
1: for sure. Oh, well, it can help you figure out what's wrong with your life and why, why it's wrong. I, I it yeah, yeah. Kind of beautiful uh, to me.
0: We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll keep us posted, Joel. Keep us posted.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll find out.
1: I'll crowdfund it. If everybody gives me a dollar, I'll do it.
0: So, you want four bucks, three bucks? Oh, everybody, everybody. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 Rals, anything new and exciting besides Kevin and, and a little one, and wolves and neighbors and snow, melt mm. stuff?
3: No, not really. Um, I was uh, sc- scheduled to testify um, before the in Oregon house committee on uh uh, well joel actually brought it up earlier in a podcast on the the funding to uh um, yeah go back to depredations and and pay producers for losses and whatnot man i was scheduled to testify but i was one of the few at the end that um they ran out of time they actually i went in monday and they they uh there were 10 of us that didn't get to go monday and so they were going to put us on the back end of another bill mm-hmm. discussion they had, um, and testified today. And, um, the only two of us didn't get to testify in total. So, um, but that was, that was interesting just to listen to the testimonials and all the opposition that comes from the enviros and whatnot. And it's interesting. Um, yeah. Funny,
4: the yeah. guy that shot the wolf didn't get to testify.
3: Yeah. Well, they don't <laughs> want to hear the truth
0: where you, you still get to submit written testimony as
3: well don't you i i could yeah, yeah um yeah. uh you know i think that the yeah, politics are funny it doesn't sometimes it doesn't <laughs> matter what you say there's people that just aren't gonna listen to sense and we had a lot of really good testimonials in the column for for the bill so you know what? and even one of the representatives was mentioned that uh the testimony of the opposition goes completely completely against facts that have been laid out from the oda in testimony and you know what they do with that at that point is their decision but oh you know i i'm not i don't want it just seem like as a cattleman we're sitting here saying we want we have our hand out wanting something However, on a depredation that led up to me killing that wolf, um, just going through some of the numbers, um, lost two calves. So there's 900 apiece for the year. All of my time doing non-lethal measures, I was mm-hmm. going out there two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon every day for three yeah. weeks after that. All my time leading up to it and then all my time doctoring one of those calves for two and a half months on a daily basis just to keep it healthy and get it back on its feet and hopefully you know i mean you don't give up on them you got to try to save them mm-hmm. and then and then to come back with that particular herd of cattle came in and had a uh open rate mm-hmm. in the fall ordinarily i see somewhere between five and seven percent that set of cows was at 13 yeah on that year so um i'm i'm seeing a an extra six head of cattle that come in that i'm gonna have to cull because and those are six calves for the following year mm-hmm. so your conception rates the weaning weights for 20 pounds off on that set of cows that year Absolutely. due to the stress and the movement during the period when the wolves are in there so there's a lot of losses that we sustain mm-hmm. that are not Um, They're not quantified for
0: sure on that. They're not
3: quantified. They're not directly um, looked at, you know, they're looking at um, was it, was it a loss? Although, you know, they have, they have what they call um, lost or, or not found cattle Mm -hmm. that they're trying to, trying to put in. And in a lot of programs that are turned out in this bigger country, that, that has been Mm -hmm. an issue. Um, Idaho just did a study not that long ago that for, uh, um, only one in eight depredations are actually found, um, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of a lot of data coming in there that people are sustaining losses that they don't even know about from these. Are animals. they
1: compensating you for the price of the animal that you could sell in the market? Uh,
3: no, I mean no, ideally, it's that, yeah, it's less than that. Um, the, so seventy percent of the compensation is supposed to go till towards preventative or non-lethal measures taken to um, try to avoid conflict between the livestock and the wolves. And then 30% of the, of the funds are going towards actual depredations and losses. So it's uh, the majority of the money that they're asking for you know, would be going towards non-lethal measures, and, and which would be my presence out there paying me for my time to be yeah. out there to prevent this from happening. So, um, it's a million dollars seems like a lot, you know, when it comes out of taxpayer dollars, but the sheer losses that we've incurred in the industry, I, w- I hesitate to even attempt to, to quantify the numbers of since the inception of a wolves in Oregon, what the losses have been that have been sustained within the Cattlemen's association. I mean, it's,
1: you know, well, there's also
3: how just much?
0: a single, single year deal too. Isn't that right? Like, so you lost Wait, the a calf could have been a heifer if it was a heifer yeah. like you she might have stayed in your herd like yeah. how, do you quantify that out as well or not
3: well absolutely and it, you know of those cows that came in off of that particular pasture that year they were all young running age cows four yeah. five yeah. and six year olds i've got another four or five years in those cows so if you if if that event wouldn't have happened, potentially i would have had been able to take those cattle for another four or five years mm-hmm. and raise calves on them now i got to call them lose money for two years while i'm replacing them and yeah. and then get back in the game so th- there's there's a lot of underlying numbers that are not yeah. at the surface and that's what ultimately we're trying to bring to the plate here because you know everybody looks at it, oh so you had one calf killed well no you think about what that
0: calf would bring back to the herd if you have her for eight years and she has seven calves and half of them are heifers you know and then those are going to have calves in those years also like that extrapolates out quickly and that's definitely not compensated
3: no and 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 you know that's where the missing livestock um, portion of the funding is it it garners a lot of controversy because they don't believe you know that's that Anybody could say they're missing livestock. That 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 allows for fraudulent behavior. <laughs> well, not really, because we, at a county level, so that money gets dispersed out into the county level, and it's dispersed through the counties. Mm-hmm. On on our panel of people, who I'll give you an instance. Two of the folks that are on the panel. One of them is a is a one of our county commissioners, Susan Roberts. She does a fantastic job at going through things with a fine tooth comb to make sure that those Mm -hmm. funds are not neglectful and they're going to weather. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we've got a guy named Wally Sykes, who is an enviro guy from the get go and and is completely anti livestock pro wolf. And and he actually was on to testify at this hearing as, as an opposition. And so we've got members of, of both communities that are out there going in, looking at the, at the Mm -hmm. dollars and where they're going and and what the reasoning is they read through all the evidence they go through it all and, and give it out accordingly. Well, there's the opposition believes that there's fraudulent behavior in the way that the money's administered. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just one more roadblock to try to get livestock producers off the land. But that's uh, also, yeah. Can you, It
1: strikes me as like a purpose of unions, right? You probably have a version to the idea of unionizing, but why can't uh, producers like you and Richard have your own union? Because it seems to me like uh, these dictates come down from above whatever form and and ancillary issues that affect you um, and you just don't have an effective collective organization in place to lobby for your interests uh,
3: yes and no i mean
1: like you got you <laughs> like you got kind of have to play their fucking stupid game almost like
3: to get this to stop I don't, I don't know you throw it at throw at that one, Micah.
0: Well, in essence, that's what the Cattlemen's Association is. I think Joel takes the place of that union to a degree. Well, county, state, and then a national level as part of it. Now, it's not exactly.
1: They're probably so quantified. heavily influenced by the big guys, right?
0: No, they're they're directly directly report to their constituents, so. NCBA, that's a whole different animal because that's. Well, I don't know animal. anything like,
1: about it, and I think you're wrong. Well,
0: that's good. That's a solid <laughs> opinion. That sounds. <laughs> at least you admit that most people would not say that out loud, but yeah. So that's the whole. The advocacy groups is what takes the
4: place of that. So, but I, I would. I, I think it could be stronger too. I would say that it's set up for a corrupt system, anyways. So even the NC mm-hmm. is a lobbying group. Which, oh yeah uh, that's
0: i don't i don't put that in with county and state cattlemen's association no
4: statistics. no I'm, I'm just saying the whole ah. system is broken oh yeah uh, shit Earl. every way you look at it yeah yeah and the problem with agriculture is we're 1.8 percent of the population so we can jump up and down and yell as as loud as we want but it takes less than two percent to drown us out and uh yeah. So, see, that's the, that's
0: there's the, there's more people. Downside. There's yeah.
4: More, yeah. There's more people that are vegans in the United States than are raising food. So, yeah. That's what I
0: like not to, not to think back too far, but like, I don't know, like fourth or fifth grade, I was like, why don't we all just go on strike and not sell anything for like a year? Like, you know, that's, yeah. I think that's the, that's the backbone of the underthought of, of like the Canadian thing. He's like, our trucks ain't hauling none of your shit anywhere. So, have fun. And if, like, I think if to Joel's point, if it was unionized and like we're going on strike and yeah, nobody's selling cows or wheat or shit to get your head out of your ass, um that would change things. But I think there's that, to, like I've always said, like our greatest strength is the independent spirit. And that sometimes that's one of the greatest weaknesses, also. But yeah, if there was a strike on natural resources, like, and I'm not saying it won't ever happen, but that would uh, that would shake shit up quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I think when people saw a little bit of that this year when the shelves were empty at the store for some way, shape, or form, everybody suddenly like, I want to know somewhere I can buy my food directly. Uh, I don't think some people realized how close we are to that all the time, but I, I don't and think not just that. Crazy. The,
1: the the transit system just mm-hmm. slightly gets fucked up. It's like, oh wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is complicated. But if it was
0: intentional and everybody just said, all right, kids, huddle up.
1: Yeah, if at the source, if you guys Richard and Raleigh and everybody liked them, if they were just like, I'm striking. Mm -hmm. uh, Man, you guys, by the balls.
0: That'd be a massive GoFundMe project to get kicked off, wouldn't it? No, you can't do that anymore. No, we'll have to. Well, we'll create our own funding platform first. Yeah. And then we'll kick it off. Where, yeah, so, like, we're going to so we're gonna raise enough money so you don't have to sell your crop for six months or a year. And uh, we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah.
4: I'll be openly mocking anybody that starts a GoFundMe page from now on. Me too. God, that
2: is yeah. one of the most. Yeah, yeah.
4: That yeah, absolutely really. tears my soul and my brain in
0: half that they could even say that out loud and do it.
1: That's, not that, first of, that's not that
4: person. That's not that person. Not either. at all. No. They're, not at all. they the
1: Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They at least gave the money back to those people. This yeah. time they tried to take it and give it to Canada.
3: Other things. and like, Did you hear yeah. about that, Rawls? I've just caught blurbs.
0: So they were, you know, GoFundMe is like this <laughs> fundraising platform. So <laughs> they're sure raising like, money Raleigh, for man. all these truckers gonna go that are like going to take time off. They're going to be needing fuel. They're going to be like, they raised like almost 10 million dollars. And then GoFundMe is like, yeah, um, you know, these guys are, uh, I don't know what they called them, fringe, or they called them. Insurrectionists. It wasn't that I word yeah. that fires me up. It was something about being, um, were they mean? Were they violent? Something. Anyways, they said, you know, we can't we can't support this. We're going to disperse this money. You know, the people from all over had sent in to support these people. And they're like, well, no. it's no. said
1: uh, approved charities.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, people are like, uh, excuse me? Uh, no, we're gonna shove an umbrella up your ass and open it if you think that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, so yeah, mm. it almost got Western Quick Fast and in a hurry. So, so did the money
3: get to the truckers? As far as I know, yes, no. they got it got. Did, no, did they? They didn't. still hold it? Nope. I thought they went. I There's thought they released. It has
0: not about.
4: been released yet. No, oh, you're they, shitting they, me!
1: No, they. I thought so, they did. Phase one, they said. Uh, We're not going to give this to them. We're going to give it to a charity of our choice. Two is like, you can fill out this form and we'll refund it. Three. Okay. We're just going to give it back to you guys. So they they just automatically return the money, which should have been, if you're not going to deliver it like your fucking company is supposed to do, that's why it exists. uh, Yeah. Give it back to us. So they, they gave it back to them, but um, the problem is that what what you can't trust a company like that ever again. No, I mean they should they deserve zero trust in the people. I will never give the GoFundMe again in my life. I've, I've probably donated ten times
0: to so different did they things. Send the money back to the donors. Is that what they ended up doing?
1: Yeah, they ultimately gave it back to people. Back
0: to the donors, donors though, but not not necessarily yeah. where the donors wanted to go. So then they had to yeah. go find another platform and start over. There was another yeah, one an... that said, We'll handle your money and, and not be bullshit about it. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it's like it
1: something like crushed
4: Christian funding platform. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Test the CEO Elon Musk, who questioned whether there is a double standard given past fundraisers for legal funds in defense of Antifa members and criminal protesters. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it's uh interesting that dude, like all these states in the last two days, New York included, um, they get rid of the the mask mandate starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I yeah. think the vaccine
3: Wait. thing goes with when, it. when's the next election? Yeah, it's the science it's exactly- has changed,
0: Raleigh. The science has changed. That's the well, that's the phrase.
1: The state of the union is on March first. I think.
0: Oh. Yeah, but the White House doesn't change their policy, and New York still has masks for kids.
3: Could you imagine being a, a Democrat trying to keep your seat right now for the next election?
0: I know, I know. The thing is, Americans have incredibly short memories. Fucking I hope your parachutes. this stays with, and I, I think. I think they done fucked themselves is what I'm thinking. That's I think what i really stay. hoping.
2: I think it'll well, you stay think they're gonna, I, You think?
0: Go ahead. No, no.
1: I was just going to say, I think this is a, the last two years is going to stick in people's minds the same way 9-11 sticks in people's minds. And worse. That, yeah Yeah. Um, I hope worse.
0: I hope it stays more.
1: I don't think people will forget. I think the pendulum the pendulum theory meaning like you guys don't know this but uh it's gonna swing so hard right and i don't think it's like a it's gonna be that way for a while i can't imagine like anytime somebody starts campaigning for the left it's gonna be super easy for at least 10 years to be like you guys are fucking crazy why should we believe anything you say
2: all you yeah, guys but- do
1: is bitch about fucking racism, and you're gonna take the first chance you get to slap a fucking mask on little kids who can't stand up for themselves. You guys are criminals. You guys are groomers. You guys are terrible people.
3: Well, they're Go just fuck yourself. They're just as bad on the right, and I hope whatever new blood they get to come in there on God, the right don't fuck it up. up. I just hope the new blood comes in there and cleans house on the right too. Mm-hmm. I totally
0: agree. That's my biggest fear: is they're gonna get a chance do what should be done in a civil way and they're going to just probably sit on their dick that's my fear
1: yeah there's Are a you, lot of blue there's a lot of red state governors that have their own little mandate programs right yeah, yeah like and louisiana in,
4: trouble in texas what's that richard Abbott's in big trouble in texas and they're not no, going to get any smarter in the next two years
0: no that's the thing.
4: <laughs> not, They're pretty dumb. The writing
0: is so clear on the wall of what you need to do to be successful. Like the Virginia governor, other people, DeSantis, uh, like him or not, Trump, like, it's just like, it's about the, the citizens of my country and my state come first. Number one, what's wrong with that? You know, again, we've said it a thousand times, but you can't preach to me about biosecurity. In other countries, when the freaking bottom of this country is open as prom queen's legs and shit's just rolling in and getting stuffed all around the country, and you're, you're talking to me about vaccines? Seriously? You know, about voter fraud? Yeah. I, I think it's just asinine. So I think... It's,
4: it's, it's worse than that. Why uh, should any American have any respect for the law if the leaders <laughs> that don't have any, like biden gets away with the shipping people over the country in the plains i could give two shits if they want to file me for taxes or tax evasion yeah because if you can't hold if the people at the top aren't held accountable and everybody knows they there's the hunter biden story is so freaking wicked and oh twisted that if somebody doesn't go to jail for that there's no law in this country and i totally agree and i think that uh Every time these things go one day, it's just unraveling the fabric of the country. But mm-hmm. before we end, I have to talk about the news thing that really pissed me off this week. And That's I what I think I'm a talking. lot of I think a lot of people missed it. So do we Remember, want to finish this yeah. one or do you want to go to mine?
0: Go to yours. You can't start <laughs> off like that and then just drop your pants like Go, go, Maynard, go.
4: Has anybody seen the ass screwing that Elon Musk got this week? No, anybody what? familiar with it? No.
0: The what he lost a ton of money, didn't he?
4: No. I All of a know. sudden the Skylink satellites are crowding the uh sky too much, and he's got they want him to stop putting them up in the air in this in, in the in the oh good fucking luck with that. Anyway, so here's the two things that are different about Skylink is the government doesn't have any control over mm-hmm. exactly it. it's, its own independent network that Mm-hmm. they'd have the act our government would actually physically have to hack into mm-hmm. which think would be illegal anyways and the other thing is Elon Musk is not in the favor of the administration Mm-mm. so like he didn't get invited to the like electri- le- the electric vehicle conference <laughs> the summit with all the guys that are making electric vehicles like the number one electric vehicle maker in the country not invited to the white house to talk about electric vehicles anyways so everything that's happening to elon musk is purely political but i think that the real thing that we missed is that they the government woke up to the fact that skylink is not something that they can control it's not Mm -hmm. an internet that they control so like a company like spotify Mm -hmm. could exist separately on skylink so we could actually have companies that existed on Skylink that didn't exist on the regular internet. Yeah. And the, so if you were going to go to a world where there was no censoring, what Elon Musk was creating was something that was completely untouchable by any government in the United States and a complete fl- free flow of information. And all of a sudden the boys in Washington woke up and thought, Oh fuck. We just got in run and in run by a guy that, uh, makes electric calls and shoots rockets into the sky. They weren't even paying attention to
1: what was going on with the satellites. Yeah, that's why they are so adamant at at criticizing guys like uh, Elon Musk specifically and Joe Rogan specifically. But then all the people like that and everybody that listens to them. And then on top of that, you got the the very critical of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Decentralized
0: currency—they're um, shooting themselves in the dick. Like, clearly,
1: we're on the right track.
0: Exactly. They don't like it, so how, how they can they like stop
4: Elon, all. Richard? Well, because they can control what goes into space. So all of a sudden, how is
0: that possible though? Like,
4: they don't own. Space. You should have seen if you were watching the rollout of YouTube videos and uh, influencers who obviously got paid. All of a sudden there was all on monday starting monday morning going through today you'll see an increase of uh media personalities and influencers talking about how bad all the starlink satellites in the space are and how we need to uh start to whittle them back and stop elon musk from putting any more in because we won't be able to see the asteroids coming (laughs) (laughs) So, um, from a
0: pretty strictly idiotic point of view, wouldn't you want more shit in space so asteroids would hit it first? No. What? I mean... No. <laughs> it's
1: the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Micah. And again, we have
0: such short memories.
4: Like, in, in And
0: Elon is the definition of fuck you money. Like, when they thought up that term, the is, they didn't so, even know about Elon yet. But that's what he is.
1: Like that's the beautiful the- thing. I think those Elon Musk, at least I don't know if the first generation because these they're going to have to be, it's over a period of many years and they're always going to have to be replaced as they, as they mature, uh, mature. Mm
0: -hmm. Either one. Uh,
1: like they have telescopes on them themselves. They can look at. They can peer out for your fucking asteroid, Richard. I heard that same criticism. About, like, we're not, it was so ridiculous. Like,
0: anybody cares again? Like, they can't stop him. Like, you can launch your own rockets into space.
1: The problem is, I think they can, they can stop these people. That's what scares me. How they can't, they can stop. How I don't They could easily just say, You can't, they could, okay, so they violate all of our rights. Like, you can't do this. We're saying that right now. We're not going to let you do it. Uh, so then it goes to the courts and the courts say... The courts, like, it's a private vehicle. Yeah, but they can, they can ignore the courts. So what they happened... Can, and
0: when, they can ignore them. Like, I have my private security. You can go pound sand. You're not coming on my rocket
1: pad. Who the fuck are you? What? So the Supreme Court says uh, you can't uh, shoot uh, down uh, these rockets. Uh, yeah. Biden can ignore that.
0: Yeah, good you luck. Can, you can do it once. Enjoy that. Like, it's I don't this,
1: think so. I don't think so. I think they can do it.
0: My point being, like, do it once and see what happens. Uh, like, literally shot civilians out of the sky because you didn't like it. Like, there's gonna be people on it. I would goddamn sure make sure there are those people on it. Like, I just don't understand why they say like you can't do that. Like, I mean, if I have a little old airstrip in my little plane, you can't keep me from taking off.
1: Fucking George Bush. And Dick Cheney had us go into Iraq under...
0: Now you're just drunk and talking ridiculous.
2: Where did this come from?
1: Just completely fabricated circumstances. So we allowed it, and everyone was like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. There's no repercussion.
0: That's part of the problem. There's no repercussion with any of these idiots when they're breaking the law or Hunter, all the stuff that Biden's done or Hunter's done or et cetera.
1: Micah, that's my point.
0: So I what's going to so
1: stop them from completely violating all of our I rights? I think um, the, all the no assholes
0: reason. around the world just like us saying, fuck that. No.
1: I think it turns out it's a little easier than everybody thought.
0: Well, we just proved in, that the past two years. That's no doubt. The past two years have proven that this. unequivocally, that half the people are willing to sit there with their dick in their hand and not do anything about it. Yeah. That's sad i'm saying like that's possible what's legal and then there's what they're going to do anyways that's two different stories
1: i wouldn't even say it's possible it's easy yes
0: thanks for stirring that one up bradbury
4: where'd you go Richard? i didn't want to fly under the radar i thought it was important No, i think it's important i had not heard about that
0: yet so i heard like you'd lost some money in stock or something but that might have been the week before i don't know does anybody have a um entertainment
1: thing we should talk about I thought we were talking about Lindsay.
0: That was last week, a-hole. For next week. For next, next time.
1: Well, we never talked about it on this episode.
0: Doesn't fucking matter. We talked about everything else. Yeah, so that ship sailed. <laughs> yeah, nobody watched it anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, don't I know. listened to about fev- 1,700 Rogan podcasts driving to Houston and back, but that's a different story.
1: I think we need an 80s movie from Raleigh over here. Seeing our bars like let's get back to the fun stuff not like
0: oh, not the four hours like, yeah
1: back when, yeah back in the days when you have like short circuit and police academy and revenge of the nerds
0: like revenge of the nerds is good yeah <laughs> that's a story about some young underdogs coming together in a coming of age story
1: probably like top gun i think that was one of his
0: yeah, because eventually it was gonna wasn't Top Gun supposed to come out last summer. Did they delay it again?
1: Oh no, I was thinking Iron Eagle. That's what it,
0: oh that we, gun, suffer. we suffered. We suffered the Iron Eagle.
1: Yeah, top top gun tubes coming out, I think in like May. It's been delayed two years. I think can't so. wait for that to come out. It's gonna be so good. It'll be good.
0: The new Ghostbusters My, finally came out. I haven't seen that yet.
1: I watched I watched I it. Vote, I vote 10 cup. Oh. No, no, I'm gonna veto it do we have veto power
0: we could just bitch about it if we have an actual veto power <laughs> i'm not gonna watch it then screw you guys yeah
1: it's okay. like <laughs> we are a microcosm of the united states oh, so it's only true we do that so they Can exactly. do that
0: like they, they just did well fuck okay then apparently so yeah
4: <laughs> one i've been wanting to watch i haven't gone back to watch yet is pcu oh jesus What's that guy doing
0: a thesis on that at any given time on TV, there's such and such on TV. I can't remember James what. James Conn is on TV. Is it James Khan Is that what it was? Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> we might as well do Van Wilder then instead of PC. Well, PCU is not bad. Yeah. For all thoughts, we could do a back to school too. That was a good one. Oh, hell,
3: oh yeah. Back know. to
2: school.
3: Have we, have we done Caddyshack? I don't
0: know. Doesn't mean we can't do it again.
1: You
3: know, got on for you. I yeah. figured one of us would remember. If which we is done nice. That one. We I have done we yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, you know, uh, which is nice. Whatever comes comes. <coughs> uh,
1: what do you What do you watch on a typical night? Uh, Weather
3: channel. Uh, not a lot. Bachelor. Um, try to watch the market report in the morning. Mm-hmm.
2: But, but
1: at uh, night time you turn on the TV and you guys flip around. What do you guys watch? What do you go to? You go to Netflix, you go to HBO Max, you go to Um That's
3: Disney Plus. What are you I don't looking know. at? Um depends on if I get home in time. Sometimes I try to watch some news. Um there's uh I used to watch the Cowboy Channel a little bit. I like I, I like how tired well, of I was rodeo. Like, ah fuck i miss the news yeah i used to try to watch the cowboy channel but i got tired of watching rodeo i get told Uh, and then uh i'll put on amazon see what's on there to watch if there's anything updated um usually usually no uh, it just depends on if they have updates did you uh
0: what about that did we did we talk about that movie you recommended joel old henry did we ever talk about that
1: we never talk about it on here. I recommend it. Micah, you responded. Richard Crawley. that did not even acknowledge it. But oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's on Netflix.
2: Is it
0: on Netflix now?
1: I don't know if it's on Netflix. I rented it. I had to pay it yeah. on Amazon. But really I good. Just I liked fucking it. Good, I'm going to watch movie. it
0: again. Because the first time you, you miss some things, that makes sense when you see the end of it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's one of those movies you can't talk about. Don't look it up. Don't read about it. Just watch it. You just have to watch it. Yeah, it's gonna ruin it if you if you read about it. Yeah, that
4: works for me. I'll watch that.
0: I would recommend Old Henry. Yeah, it's it's good.
1: There's not the best part is there's no girls in it at all.
0: There might be a (laughs) mare for a horse, but you're right, Joel. Yeah,
1: they mention they, they. there's only a mention of one woman in the whole movie and she's dead. She's
0: dead. Yeah. Huh. I like the uncle reminds me of Uncle Buckwheat, uh, Rawls and Richard. Yeah.
4: Benedict Cumberbatch?
1: No. No. Who's in that's, it? That's uh that's the that's the other one. The other Westmans nominated for Oscars. Uh, who's in it? I don't know their names.
0: Trace Atkins, the country singer, is actually the uncle.
1: Yeah, uh, Trace Atkins isn't it? And then uh, God, there's another famous actor who's like the villain. What's his name?
0: Villain? Oh, like the, the bad dude?
1: The bad guy, yeah.
0: So Tim Blake Nelson's like the main dude, which will surprise you, but he does a tremendous job, uh, and it makes so much sense Uh when you figure out what's going on, Steven Dorf is the bad dude. Yeah, that's a Steppen, great, great job Steppen. too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: great job. Um, most everybody else, no fucking idea who they are. I don't even know who the the director was. A Potsy Ponsorelli, which sounds fake.
1: Uh, I was, was like, thinking that would be an Oscar movie, but maybe it's a 2022 Oscar. It it Twenty one Oscars came out. And they're pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so know. here's
0: the here's the uh, synopsis on on the IMDB. An action western about a farmer who takes in an injured man with a satchel of cash. When a posse comes for the money, he must decide who to trust. Defending a siege, he reveals a gunslinging talent calling his true identity into question. It's pretty sounds cool.
4: like three tin to Yuma in reverse. Kinda.
0: Yeah. But you'll I have
1: I saw three ten to Yuma, it's way better.
0: Uh, you'll be at a epiphany point where you're
1: like, oh falcon
0: yeah so it's cool i like it i like it much
1: so, all right
4: it works yeah. for me i like Dude. good western yeah what was it on uh
1: it, i had, it, had not Netflix? it on amazon it's not for free it Costs six bucks or five bucks where's
0: it at now it might be on amazon but it was coming to other platforms so because i bought it on i bought it on itunes I think.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you can buy it on Apple and all this stuff. But That's
0: called iTunes.
1: Yeah. Um, if you have to rent it. It's not for free. Think.
0: It might be on Netflix. I'll track it down for you, balls. Okay. I, I liked it so much. I recommended it to Uncle Buckwheat, and I am very careful about which movies I tell him to watch because he will find me and kill me. If he Is
4: he going to be able to find a
0: VHS for it? <laughs> Believe it or not, he's got internet and pay per view. So yeah, (laughs) I had to talk to the girlfriend, and she's like, "I can find it. Don't worry." I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah." (laughs)
1: Like it's honestly one of those movies you get excited about. Like I am, this is a good movie.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. I'm I'm gonna watch it again. It's most of the shit they make. It's like like, it's just that it's shit. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: I'm gonna watch it again. I'm excited. I watched a fun one. On Netflix, uh sorry Joel, I mean meant still your thunder, but oh, he was just, just rambling. Uh the Netflix one about uh Sean Payton's year that he was suspended and going back oh I coach. haven't seen that yet because I had
0: Kevin James playing Sean Payton and like coaching like pee Wee football. And I was like,
1: Oh, that's um, a true story.
0: Yeah, was it good?
1: Yeah, was it well? I mean,
4: it's a happy Madison production, okay. so I don't like expect. All right. That's high not quality, bad. but it's if it's, it's happy madison it?
0: i'll probably watch it then yeah
4: and it's fun it's fun okay that's fun and it's got that quirky little adam sandler crap in it so that's I said.
0: if it's a happy madison i'm in yeah that's okay if it was like a feel good blah blah blah, blah then i was going to be out but yeah because he got suspended I would say, for uh bounty gate yeah
4: yeah i would say it's loosely based on a true story but it's yeah. it's an entertaining fun little okay Netflix. yeah
0: i'm in i'm in Sounds good, balls. You find it yet?
3: Mm. Okay. Nothing no. else. I'll give you
0: my Apple login or something. You can
3: watch it. Oh, know. Well, I'm not worried. I'm sure it's it's on Amazon here somewhere. It's somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's worth it's worth buying. Yeah, I'll
3: put it that way. So,
0: well, should we finish with our happy ending? Yep. <laughs> How can we say yeah. no to that? Joel, kick us off, you psycho
1: uh, man. Uh, I went. Did I talk about this earlier? I bowling.
0: Yeah. I told you, you
1: about how sore I am.
0: You didn't Jeez. mention that. No, because
1: my whole yeah. body. For I bowling? Was, yeah. <laughs> I haven't mean, used those muscles in a long time. My, my forearm is killing me and my
3: right butt oh, cheek. COVID. Huh? It's got to be COVID. Again.
2: No, it's getting from, old.
1: It's old. No, it's physical activity
0: you're getting old yeah exactly that your body did not expect that it's going to revolt
1: if you have good form like i do well there is that um that puts
0: a lot of stress on the on the
1: yeah it's not easy guys you gotta i guess i gotta work out for it
0: we just had a reacher send in a screenshot of their download speed from starlink right now it's 122 megabytes that's pretty damn good
1: is that good i don't know what that means
0: pretty good you need about 10 to stream or 15 so yeah that's pretty damn good i'm still on the waiting uh, list to get mine anyways go ahead sorry
1: what did i do i don't know um
2: you cooked a damn good steak man i made a good damn good
1: steak i i went i went to get coffee the other morning best thing i think okay i went to get coffee the other morning and um i, I went to dunkin donuts because I wanted a donut, so I got a donut, too. And I'm walking back, and uh, this guy, Josh, I met at, a, at, a, at the bar. I was playing darts with him the other night. He's, he walked by. I said hi to him, and then I walk another 20 feet, and then I see Dan, who's an old guy that I talked to at the bar across the street quite a bit, and then I walk another 30 feet, and uh, to the bartender from uh, from uh, the Double Windsor says hello to me. Ooh, I like
0: that place. That sounds good.
1: So it's not often I walk anywhere and somebody says hi to me. And then suddenly. Well, that's one true, morning, especially there. Yeah. Three, three people said hi to me. You
0: <laughs> get this little community starting to emerge. That's pretty cool.
1: And I was at the bar tonight. So I'm sitting at the bar talking to the lady next to me and then the the girl two seats down she says you're my you live in my building so I'm talking to her suddenly I'm surrounded by five people all uh talking to me it's like a nice community it doesn't happen See? very often here it's growing brother yeah have uh, a good night I'm digging it
0: Rawls happy ending from you there uh squirrelly man
3: oh calving season's going i guess it's kind of one of those things that you look forward to and dread all at the same time so
0: yeah as soon as you get here the sooner it's over with and then you can go on (laughs) to it again
3: yeah there's so many so many elements that can cater to a train wreck and um, weather being the biggest one so you're, mm. you're kind of uh you're you find yourself definitely at the mercy of mother nature and so it's it's exciting and she's a vengeful wench too most of the time yeah. so,
1: um just what uh, do you think is your probably what's your easiest month because <laughs> you always got some shit going on you're like oh, we're <laughs> in calves man. Now I gotta sell
0: the fucking cows now. I gotta grow the grass, <laughs> Now I have
3: to cut the fucking grass.
1: You catching it? on, Joel. You're catching on. No, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't
3: he get a minute? November, probably. Okay. Kind of slows down before we start feeding in December, and you so, But this year we decided to go ahead and have a child. Then so um, that that wasn't exactly slow this year. So, but it. Uh, it tends to, later later in the fall like that, you know, seems to be the slowest. So.
1: His but, yeah, his that's how you should cab your wife closer to, in line with. Uh, uh,
3: you know, it was actually, I was really glad the timing on that because I got to really in, get involved and enjoy the entire process there when it was important. So. But, uh, that that was good timing.
0: Not just the beginning, Joel, the entire process. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: like, what's the joke there? i got to yeah. enjoy the entire process.
0: Yeah, so. Starting from. Best seven minutes of the past year, I might say. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The but November is definitely the time probably we have a chance to catch, catch a breath of air, so. Beautiful, mm-hmm.
0: Richard. Happy ending, me.
1: Uh, video, Richard. Can't see you. Not really oh. complaining, but uh, yeah. Sorry, we say
0: oh, like you don't realize that you're not on the screen.
1: No, oh, I was <laughs>
4: upstairs in my room, and then uh, oh, Kinky, came my wife kicked me out of here so she could go to bed. So ah! forgot <laughs> to change my screen on. It's okay.
0: Let's see for one I'm last lying. moment. There he is. I am all that is man.
4: Um, we started preschool last week.
0: How'd you do?
1: Congratulations!
4: I only forgot the-, the kid. Forgot the kid the second day. So, got a call from the school. Like, are you gonna come get your child? Like, yes.
0: We have your child. What do you want? Is it money? <laughs> Cows? No, he's at school. Oh shit! I'll be right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> day two, you already forget. Amazing.
4: So quiet. you
1: <laughs> could get used to this. Well, so you guys almost got a
4: tour of the Adele house because uh, <clears throat> about three days a week out there. I almost stayed out there tonight, but oh yeah, he went to California, so we don't have to do preschool this week. So, anyways, but
0: just when you start getting used to dropping him off and picking him up, he goes somewhere else. <laughs>
4: Yeah. So, now they remind me. Oh, yeah. Four <laughs> out of the two out of the four days that we had preschool I've been late. <laughs> hey, you gotta get
0: him started off right. That's important.
4: <laughs> so now every time when I drop him off because I walk him up there they're like, okay, preschool is over at 1130.
2: I'm like, okay. <laughs> you got there at 10. So, you know, like that. Like, like,
0: if i break my office chair i'm sending you a bill yeah Uh.
4: (laughs) anyways preschool is definitely a good preparation for life so he's going to be prepared for dealing with his father so there we
2: go
1: richard do you say kiddos
4: did i say kiddos
2: no that's a big daddy statement
4: do you say kiddos
1: i do not that's big daddy Good. good My biggest pet peeve, I think, is people referring to children as kiddos.
4: I call him the kid.
0: The kid. Where's yeah, the, boy? Yeah. the
1: boy? Yeah. Now, I call him the boy now.
0: The boy. Doesn't uh, Carradine call the bride kiddo on...
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's
4: what I thought. So anyways, the best part about it is neither he nor I were... he Neither was, was he worried that I had forgot him. <laughs> he he had.
2: yeah
4: anyways uh yeah so he's the perfect personality for my to be my child
0: it's awesome yeah. for now you eventually might be starting getting your crap
1: that's something he'll always remember i when i was in kindergarten i got forgot forgotten at school and i hung out there for it felt like hours it was probably like 15 20 minutes in retrospect, but you just
2: at the time, my
1: my teacher, Mrs. Herman, who really wanted (laughs) the banger. She was that. Do you remember her, Raleigh? Now she's known as Mrs. Irwin.
3: Oh, Oh. she was married to my uncle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your aunt. I'm so am like,
0: aunt. you bet your ass, I wanted to bang her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> God, I loved her. Joel's
0: kindergarten porn story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you just get, I got left behind and nobody came to get me one Good, day. Janet,
0: we applaud you for that. Yes,
1: I'm the only person there. Uh, oh. But Mrs. Herman hung out with me, so I was happy.
2: You didn't get look around.
3: He probably started missing the bus on purpose. That's your
1: right? aunt. That's your aunt, really? Well,
3: it's his uncle's wife. Well, she managed yeah. to kill him, so I don't know if she's still my aunt or not.
0: I think they would say by marriage.
3: By marriage, yeah. No, no, he's he's no longer alive, so I don't know how that works. Oh. Tune in next time, folks, and we'll figure it out. We'll
0: dig into. Is that still my aunt? <laughs> we're gonna
1: turn we're gonna turn into a mystery podcast good
0: i'm sure this is a mystery to a lot of people already yes
4: anyways i can wrap mine up my child's easily bought off with a small sprite and a cheese grilled cheese sandwich at the adele store so
3: that probably works for me yeah yeah i'd forget everything if i had that
0: take me to the adele store (laughs) i forget most
3: things yeah it's a
0: it's weird, yeah. And I and don't take yeah. this wrong, Richard, but now with the shadow and the, the camera, it looks like you have eyeshadow. One, you look like that's better. You look like you look like Randy Crane on Kingpin when he's dancing his men's <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: right. sorry, never turned I turned my camera on again. That just like <laughs> struck me when you turned. It was like kind of shadowed a little bit. <laughs>
1: Look at his fucking arms! Got a muscle tee on. Oh, looks dang. like he bench presses. He does two hundred.
2: What's Cows enough weight? Shit.
1: I don't know, like two hundred pounds. You bench press two hundred pounds, right?
0: One and a half or times should... your body weight's a good start.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I was in California one time, and uh, we were loading this calf, and it wouldn't stay in the trailer. And so, after it ran over me about three times it jumped out of the trailer and i grabbed it around the neck and body slammed it back into the trailer and everybody around me was very quiet
2: that'll (laughs) do it yeah
0: (laughs) it's that (laughs) sound yeah (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) good move rich you okay yeah i'm okay all right you ready to go sure all right
4: it was the best move because i wasn't pissed off anymore
0: yes I've exercised the demons. (laughs) Oh, Falcon. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Let's see. My happy ending was uh, actually road trip to NCBA and back with a good friend of mine and a bunch of good people there and just being into a trade show for the first time in probably almost three years when I stopped and think about it. So, um, and actually got some work done when I was there also, which is crazy. So it was a good time socially and, and for the, uh, the good of the order for the, for the job thing too. So sounds weird, but that, that was damn fun. Good to see a lot of folks from Oregon again and just people from everywhere that I'd known. So yeah, hanging out with a hung out with a lot of my old sales team that were there. So we went and tore up a Mexican restaurant, had a grand old time. So bueno
2: yeah
0: missed y'all and this this has been i have not laughed this hard in a while especially this past i don't know 20 or 30 minutes or whatever but yeah it's been bueno so yeah we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up but yeah entertainment spotlight for next time is old henry uh available on numerous platforms of which we don't know all yet but we will probably do some research onto that before we get there, and again, thanks to our really good friends at B&K Auto for helping make this magic happen, and to all you for listening and all your suggestions. And to these other three maniacs on the screen, i to have everybody here. This is this two times in a row we've had all four of
1: us eventually. Yep,
0: I think, yeah. So, uh, easy now, it's just crazy hey, enough hey, to work. Hey, so,
1: get Amy back on there.
0: We will, yeah. She's uh, well, I didn't ask her, but she's been working both ends of the candle, so uh. She's been pretty busy, but we'll, we'll drag around next time. That'll be good for her. So hear that Amy, no more time off. So we'll roll from there, but, uh, She's very lazy. What's that?
1: She's very lazy. She is.
0: She is slothful in nature. Yeah. So if she was, wasn't busy doing one of her four jobs, she'd probably come kick your ass right now.
4: <laughs> May still fit it in.
0: Yeah, probably so. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's what she said so um oh, anyways hey. oh yeah
4: before we leave when are these concerts in pendleton
0: june 24th is that right joel 25th 26th is that right
1: what concert i'm talking about the,
0: the jackalope chamber yeah
1: uh it's in june this year
0: yeah i'll get that real quick there richard
1: 26th and
0: 27th. You already gave me one of the tickets, a-hole.
1: Oh, never mind. You yeah. Take that back, Richard. Yeah. I thought we you had... One, I one, one ticket to Paradise Kurt is Kurt. just not the same.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought Kurt got you a ticket.
0: Not that I've heard of, no.
1: All right, you can have my other ticket.
0: Thank you, dear. That's twice now we have that documented, so don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if I
1: meet somebody cuter than you
0: that wouldn't be hard so we'll have to figure something else out yeah so just saying yeah. i am uh easy to get and hard to want so i i have to oh, figure I'm out how to live to, with that. Uh,
1: do you guys know who joshua ray walker is no i don't he look him up on youtube He's he's uh he's really really talented he's you'll recognize him he's like a He's probably five hundred pounds. Just a sh- strange looking fellow, but uh, <laughs> super talented.
0: Does he sing gonna, or tell jokes or do both or what?
1: He's oh, he's a country singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's he's. I'm going to his concert. He's going to be playing at uh, this little tiny lounge here in New York <laughs> called the Merc- Mercury Lounge.
3: Wait um, a minute. This is going to be him.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> five hundred pounder. In a tiny little lounge. The tiny they, lounge, called they, the Mercury lounge. They roll him out or what? does yeah, this just, work? They just built
0: it around him. It's like a permanent thing, like in Vegas. Yeah. He I'm he sewers.
1: I don't I don't know why he doesn't, because he can't fly. This guy is morbidly obese. It's uh, weird. But interesting. look look him up. He has such a great voice and uh awesome lyrics. He's a good songwriter. Um Joshua what did I say his name was? You
0: say Ray Walker? Joshua Ray Walker? I don't
1: right? see Ray Walker
2: in your
0: contacts. Sorry, For calm down. Hush, woman. Hush.
1: Ray BNB, Jeremy uh, let, me, let me leave this up. Real Cancel.
0: Cheese and rice. They're always
1: listening. Take it master. Uh, his name is, is Siri. A... Stop. Yeah, Joshua. <laughs> Joshua Ray Walker. Look him up on YouTube. Hey, Siri. right now. All three Shut of and Look it up. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go see him on. He's going to be in New York on Thursday.
0: Of course, And this is a video now.
1: that has like 20 people.
0: And when you know, he's awesome. in
1: town. Hi, douchebag. Yeah.
0: Awesome. It's going to be really cool. All right. Well. Uh, it's almost past my bedtime. It's almost my wake up time. So we got to get running, but, uh, we'll get this cranked out. Thanks again for everybody for making it tonight. Thanks again for all the listeners. Thanks for your feedback. We will indeed see you soon until then. Just remember to, uh, keep on reaching.